And some dates and also new merch drop. I have some new shirts at uh, uh, RyanLongStore.com, so you want to go pop over there, check that out. And dates are Charlotte's, Greensboro, Raleigh, Washington, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Albany, West Nack, Edmonton, Jacksonville, Miami, San Jose, Tacoma, Chicago, Cincinnati, Columbus. More coming. But the most important thing is there's been a lot of talk of the intro so I, <laughs> it's very divisive it's a, issue. It's the most divisive. This thing is we've our done. Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yeah, this is our, this is our abortion. <laughs> the old intro is Roe, and the, yeah. the fucking new intro is Wade. Wade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, ready? So, guys, I wanted to make everyone happy, and this is what our new Boys Cast intro is. Boys Cast, the new kids all our friends, the bros, the dudes, the homies. Boys Cast is no the door. The bunks, the bruvs, amigos! It's when we're dead! Everyone wins. We're not done. Oh. <laughs> if I lose, I love you. What to do? You got me bound. Make my world spin round. I love you. What to do now? I want you. <laughs> so it's really just a something for everybody uh, it's a little short i might go longer yeah, yeah. <laughs> i actually might go longer on that R- one, that's our uh, king solomon <laughs> thing where you go we, we both they go with the means. baby or whatever you know where they, they bring the two Sounds mothers funny though it's, it's a, you know it's a very famous bible thing where i think it's king solomon where it's like the there's a baby and then two mothers are like it's my baby and then they come to him to decide and he goes look I'll you know what we'll do we'll just well, the, we'll yeah, cut the baby cut in the half baby too. Yeah. you'll each get a half of the baby <laughs> I uh, think- and then the one that objects gets to keep it because they go That's yeah the exactly mother. well we're do- <laughs> this is our this is our King what Solomon. one wouldn't object what? what was the mother that said I guess like- the one well because the true mother goes no 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 I want my child okay. to be alive yeah even if I don't get to have the baby but wouldn't both mothers like who would that feel like I feel like I I'd actually King Solomon would be like well cut the babies and both mothers would be like yeah okay not that deal and then he'd be like <laughs> you know, is that really the only solution you have man is just cut the baby in <laughs> half well, King Solomon probably was like really thought that was gonna work yeah, I thought yeah, this yeah. was I figured out yeah, a yeah. way yeah, to solve go, this. Yeah, you go, we neither of us want to do that. He goes, hmm, okay, <laughs> I guess we're going to have to. That was really the only plan I had with this. I, was, I was really expecting one of you to say yes and one of you to say no here. Yeah, I really thought that would have solved this whole puppy. But yeah, so uh, anyways, come back next week. I'll have a new game. <laughs> a new game. So how about this? I'm going to cut fingers <laughs> off the babies. And What does that do? I would have nothing. We just- he goes, honestly, I was expecting one of you to at least ask whether it was going to be lengthwise or across yeah. the cut like are we going to be cutting it right down <laughs> the middle or at the waist no that's king solomon going to one of the mothers she was like I hope he's it's like king solomon by what way. is it i said i hope it's actually king solomon it's, yeah whoever it is but he goes you know we'll cut the babies in half and he goes oh, oh no you were into it and she goes i wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't. I, no no you <laughs> you flinched you, a bit. i saw you smirk a little bit yeah was, no you kind of like this idea yeah, no baby for you <laughs> i didn't like this idea <laughs> wow Big week in the row. Um, are you more of a row guy or more of a Wade guy? Uh, I'm row. I think we'll I probably. I, I honestly. Don't I think know. we'll go through some articles and stuff on the on the Friday episode yeah, of like yeah. the reaction to this. But for right now, this is the main thing that I 
I think that right now, my main take on abortion is if you want to get rid of abortion, you want to get rid of jewels. You get one. Yeah. I just think, I think you can't do that to, you know, girls. It's a lot to, to do to women at once. It's a lot to do to women at once. You go, yeah. you're getting rid of jewels. You're getting, and, and, and by the way, you're telling me some of these people, Hunter Biden's never ripped a fat ass vape cloud. While getting an abortion? While getting an abortion. While, while one of his prostitutes have to get an abortion. You, and this is the thing, you know, you can't only put people through so much. You're going to take the right to jewel away. Yeah, that's fucked up. I think if you said, listen. How about this? Do you think that's why they introduced the jewel thing? Is they're like, we're getting rid of jewels and vaping, and then they get rid of abortion. They go, fine, we'll give you back jeweling, and then yeah. sort of like a little something, something Maybe for them. Maybe they snuck that one through there. They just go, while everybody's worried about their abortions, we're going to just yeah. get rid of the jewels. You think that Biden hasn't, you know, ripping a fat vape cloud? Oh, that'd be amazing. Banging a fucking, slut. You walk into the open office. Banging his wife. You're like, I can't even see. What is going on? <laughs> Joe's just like... <laughs> Blowing clouds. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. After a he long blows the bike rings ride. through the rings. He does all I, those tricks. <laughs> Come on, man. How, Check out my my tricks. How good is that? The idea of Biden. He's just at the White House just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking tuning up vape oh, yeah. clouds. Just putting a pe- no. He's doing penises through. Oh, he's doing everything. He's. I mean, he's the fucking leader of the free world. What can I think he do? so. I think so. That's what he's. He would have been doing if if this. You know, this legislation is going to hurt him too. Hunter Biden right now. His son. If you. If, I don't know if you know this, but Hunt, uh, you have a son named Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> you that. Remember, if you took one day off taking bike rides, if you could take 15 seconds off riding a bike. He's or not riding a bike. This triathlete that we have in charge, you know. Yeah. So he, but he, if you take 15 seconds, you know he has a son, Hunter, that was blowing two titties out of vape clouds, <laughs> and then draw, and then he blows a dick. The titty fucks. Yeah, the yeah he goes, he goes, he goes <laughs> The dick just cuts right that's through the two titties. That's his heart, you know. That's Hunter Biden's heart. Jill Biden comes in. He's just ripping fat ass clouds into her asshole. <laughs> I assume that's what you, what's going on with the Roe v. Wade stuff. How long do you think is a good amount of time? Because I think this is a, this affects our listeners as well as us. What's a good amount of time where you can kind of like uh, finally tell all the women who live in blue states in Canada that they actually didn't lose any rights? I think that like like you don't want to do it today. I feel <laughs> I, I really had that tweet fired up too. I have this tweet in my drafts, and I was just like, eh. I lost so many followers with my last one that I go like, maybe I'm gonna wait. You know what? With I, my hose be mad. Yeah, hose be mad was aggressive. Hose be mad more like hose be mad. Hose be mad was aggressive. That I uh, and I, lo- I lost quite a few followers on that one side. So yeah, I, I can't imagine stash this one. <laughs> I was like, but I mean, again, I'm like, I'm pro. I'm totally pro abortion. I just, yeah, like, yeah. I'm also pro jokes. You fucking love abortion. Like a good joke. I like a good abortion. You like a good abortion, and he likes a good vape cloud. But there's, I've seen so clouds. many. Like we're, it's getting to the point where all these like women in like New York and California being like, I can't believe I woke up with less rights, and you're like, you didn't. Though you have the same amount of rights because you live in or Canada, especially yeah, you people that? Canada be like it's a dark day for Canada. And you go, <laughs> what? Trudeau always in, responds to this. I stuff. know, but you're like you don't even live in America, yeah. and then lots of people in America didn't even lose any rights. Mm-hmm. You fucking tell them, Danny. You spit that fire. Yeah, maybe delete that. That's why this is the boys' cast. The boys' it's not cast. The girls cast. But so today we are doing this thing uh, tonight. Um, this festival uh, called Minds. So if people don't know Minds uh, dot com, yes, is it com? Minds.com, yeah, Minds.com. Yeah. So we're doing this festival, um, 
and the whole idea of the festival is well, and well, I think it's like a lot of interesting people there. That Majid guy, yeah, pretty cool. Majid Tulsi Gabbard, like all these Tulsi sort Gabbard. of people. Uh, so it's a pretty cool thing. But their whole thing is they have people from like the left and the right, and it's kind of like, hey, let's have all these people, you know, together, or whatever. And then, uh, so Destiny, who's this like you know big streamer dude who's friends with friends of ours, and I've like. I always find him interesting. I always have yeah, like, like a soft story. spot for anyone who's like a troublemaker too. Yeah, right? he is a real troublemaker. <laughs> so he he's gonna do a live stream at the at the Minds thing, which probably already came out, and then he's coming to our studio right now, and we're gonna do uh, like an hour interview with him before we go to this Minds thing, and in the spirit of so yeah, I mean he's like uh, I, I feel like he's somewhat like hard hard guy to like pin down because he's like always if you go to his Twitter account, he's always arguing with both people at yeah, the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, he's just a troublemaker. Troublemaker. We talked about all the different things. Um, so yeah, if anyone's triggered by different opinions, <laughs> not for you, pal. probably the opposite of our last week's guest, I think, right? Uh, the Tim Kennedy. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> probably the complete opposite, bit, bit different. but you know, it's good. We like diversity. That's of, what you said. Opinion, yes. You, know? you said it's a diversity of opinion thing. Anyways. Okay. So this one's sort of a, uh, we're going to have like a smooth convo, you know, this is the yeah. kind of convo that, you know, they can't take your vape cloud. You just want to sit back with a vape. You know what I mean? It's just going to be a couple guys chilling some, you know. Should we get a some chill vibes? I was just maybe thinking, put some jazz on in the background is, and just listen it, to the smooth style. Is it too aggressive for our little like our tchotchkes to get in like an aborted fetus floating in a jar? <laughs> is that too much? I was thinking for the tchotchkes that you do the old school like Tucker Mags thing where you basically like we like do a you know if you did like a abortion fund but like it's like a like to a guy like so we do you know how like <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. how they always do the abortion funds yeah. like we do like the boys guess abortion fund but it's like a dude and he has to like he has to send us pictures being like of the girl being busted and stuff where it's like dude i can't have a kid with this chick and it's like he has to show like look this is my real chick i was yeah, cheating yeah, yeah, yeah. like shit like that I'm, I'm in a real pickle here boys <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're getting a dude out of a pickle so we fly him to like <laughs> canada but it's like no girls are allowed to apply no that funny guys can apply on behalf All right. of girls <laughs> the smooth stylings of our interview um, for this week destiny of destiny we are here on the boys cast i'm gonna go full radio announcer with destiny and we're going to this minds thing and they're trying to put comedy on it so i'm gonna go bomb in front of <laughs> after <laughs> tulsi gabbard talking about the war the war machine <laughs> yeah it sucks that everything is like ultra political today everything is oh, like yeah. super ultra political if you're a comedy act it's political like people expect you to have positions on everything like at every walk of life you need to be informed of every single big social really and international do. yeah it's insane yeah that actually is one of the more refreshing things in comedy when you see someone straight up just doing like an act from the 80s where it was like informed by nothing and yeah. they're just and just like ah it's actually kind of nice yeah but those things got <laughs> politicized where I'll oh. be like the difference between men and women. Everyone's like, "What did you say? <laughs> what kind of men? What kind of women?" Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The the one thing was you were kind of one of the first guys to get off kicked off Twitch, right? Yeah, the um, it's it's a world. It's a whole world. Uh, I try. I've actually gotten away from like the hardcore like debater archetype as much. I try to just do more like conversational stuff now. Yeah, because um, I find I have more luck with people if I try to like meet them where they're at, you know, acknowledge some shared reality and then kind of like talk from there. Isn't that why some, like I guess that's the thing we're doing today. The whole deal is like, they're like, hey, people from different sides meeting or whatever. But mm -hmm. with you, like do, I feel like, is that somewhat why people were getting mad at you too? Because that is a political position to be like, 
you know, I'll just, yeah, I'll just talk to anyone and kind of understand Yeah, I mean, the problem is that, like, everybody treats everybody as, like, this ontologically evil being and a compromise. Is, like, the comics are always so, like, oh, you want me to compromise with a Nazi that wants to kill my entire fucking family? And it's like, well... Well, he doesn't see it like that. I don't think that everybody's like that. I don't think everybody's that extreme, yeah. yeah. Or on the Republican side, like, I'm not going to compromise with somebody who wants to trans all the kids in school. It's like, I don't know if they want to do that, too. Okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like, a lot of hyperbole with yeah, people trying to prove their points. Yeah, super high on every single conversation. And now every political commentator is talking about how all of the institutions have failed. We all need to buy guns and be ready for the fucking civil war. And it's like, wait, can I cuss here? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we need to be ready for like the civil war and get guns. And it's like Jesus. Like it's a little extreme. Yeah. Dude. What was the cuss word there? Jesus or extreme? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, okay. So basically, I saw your Twitter is like mostly arguing with people all day long, right? Oh, yeah. My Twitter, me and me, me are these are two different people. Okay. I don't. Is it? We're never in the same place at the same time, but they're two different people. I promise you. Okay. But I, it felt to me. Like the most of the issues that I felt like you kind of were getting yelled at for were the ones where I'm like, how is this even a left or right issue? Like the biggest one, it seemed like, tell me if I'm wrong, was when everyone's saying like an 18 year old with like a 16 year old is like grooming. Oh, there's a lot, man. There are so many crazy issues, but I think I have like pretty non-controversial positions. But maybe I state them sometimes in kind of an edgy manner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the um, there's like every word is like, uh, you know, like with the political stuff, everything's turned up. Well, also every word has like been turned up too. So like if you if you support the police at all, you're a fascist Nazi. Um, if there's like a one year difference in age, you're like a pedophile. Um, yeah. And yeah, there's like all this like crazy stuff. I remember there were a few kids that. I say kids, like 15 to 20 year old people that were like trying to release documents. They were trying to like me too, this guy, because he was like, he was like an 18 year old or 17 year old, I think in, in a high school talking to a girl who's like 15. And they were like, there was no sexting, no nudes or anything, but they were like, we think this is like predator behavior. I was like, you guys are like fucking are kids. What are you, yeah, you're yeah, all in wild. high school. Yeah. Like that's, I, I thought that was kind of like the assumption. If you're all in high school, like it's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's really weird. As long people as none of you are the teacher. Like, sure, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah like. <laughs> that's a perfect example of one where it was kind of like uh, the like left was saying everyone's like a groomer pedophile, and then the right saying everyone is a groomer pedophile. And you're just like, all right, so I guess everyone. Everybody's was. just a groomer pedophile, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard one, too, and I got in a lot of trouble because people on the left are understandably really upset that now, like, every single teacher that might be gay, people are like, you're a groomer. And it's like, well, I don't think that's true. And people on the left are understandably upset about that. But then people on the left will say, like, every single person that's dating somebody that's, like, younger than they envision in their mind they should be is also, like, a pedophile. I was like, that's not true either, right? Like, I, there was yeah. a thing recently, like, some 24, 25 year old guy. This is a funny thing. Too. They'll always say like going on twenty five. Okay, so he's twenty four. I don't know why the fuck you would phrase it that way, yeah. right? They always use these like phrases. Like, well, because they they want you to be on the other side yeah, of it. So I you're know. like, because then you're like, oh, he's basically thirty. Actually. Yeah, but it'll be like you'll have like a guy who's like fifteen in January and his birthday's in February, and then you have another dude who's like twenty yeah. and his birthday is in like fucking December, and it'll be like you know the twenty the twenty five year old going on twenty six. It's like, well, okay, what the fuck are the twenty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's dumb. People do yeah, but um yeah, but then they're calling like everybody pedophiles, and I was like, I mean like once you're eighteen, you're probably like you probably have to draw a line somewhere you know it gets yeah there's That's definitely weird stuff but like pedophile the 25 year old that did an 18 year old pedophile I no mean, uh, literally like, the like again you could debate the law mm -hmm. you could say the law is improper or whatever but at well, that point different in different places yeah, yeah it's different, in different so places, it's like if you but, but I, mean, I think it's pretty safe that you're not a pedophile after 18 probably, regardless yeah. any country in the world yeah i think that's that's your cutoff where you go you're like it might be a little on the risque side. But, but wasn't there like Twitch people that were getting, you know, kind of, uh, you know, they canceled or whatever for that? 
Yeah, there's there's been a lot of weird, yeah, cancellation attempts. The whole, I, I mean, like the Twitch world is just a microcosm of like the the larger world too. So we saw, I would argue, some really positive stuff um, came out of the Me Too movement initially. But now it's kind of ballooned into this thing where it's like any guy that's ever wronged me is about to get his comeuppance on Twitter. And people forget that like Me Too was important because you have these people that can't be held responsible or liable via legal means. And like every other option has been exhausted. It's and like, it's kind fuck of like me. a black community thing too. So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, so you go to like social media. It's like this is my last resort. But now it's become people's like first resort. Like I had a bad date. Let me tell I mean, you why I, Jonathan raped me. Yeah. It's like. I mean Aziz Ansari was literally like that was. That I, was I, I went really on a date that was stupid. Yeah. You're like this was, wasn't my favorite date ever. We saw a few guys get turned guy. on that where they're like the most, you know, down the middle guy. And then like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> they like accused him of shit. We know one where it's like they were together and the girl like after they broke up was like I didn't I felt like some of the times that we had sex while we were in that relationship, like looking back, like he like kinda coerced me into it. And it was like with words. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, yeah and you're like, what would you want like happen to him? You're like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years in jail seems reasonable. Yeah. Not even actually. That that would even, that would be a more reasonable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually people are like, I just want their entire life and name yeah, to be yeah, destroyed yeah, yeah. forever. Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just dead. Working, working in a Walmart. Yeah, is exactly. Like, that's it. And only as the greeter, not even yeah, like yeah, yeah. a manager. No, or like no, a no, 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 well, what happened to him? It's like, so what? He's still working. And you're just like, well, yeah, like not for anyone. Like he's yeah. out of the industry. <laughs> but I feel like that's what is way better. But like, I don't know, being on not in the industry is you don't have to like, you know, play by the rules to some degree, which is why you can just get in fights with everyone all day long. Yeah. Well, <laughs> depending. I mean, I just got banned from Twitch, so I'm not completely. So people always hear um, just real quick because there's people listening. It's like, I want to be my own boss. You're never your own boss. There's always some motherfucker yeah, at the end yeah, of the day that can pull the trigger boss. on your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some guy for yeah. you guys is probably whoever does booking at whatever theaters you try to do. There's, there's always a dude, Susan at YouTube. So there's always somebody yeah. that can ax your shit. Unless you literally live in the forest and grow mushrooms or some shit. You're somebody right. Even Donald Trump, billionaire, it's like, you know, he's yelling on true Just, social. Yeah, no, true. No, yeah, no, exactly. No, yeah, like, I'll log into his Gab account. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, you yeah. really He are. made his own platform. It's the worst and nobody's really on there well when you make an the problem is that in all of these like alternative media platforms have this problem is that when you make an alternative media platform the catch you have to do is always well we're free speech guys we'll take all of the banned people from everywhere and that's going to be the worst community yeah it's just like the thing is you need everybody plus all the banned people not just the banned because like there are there are going to be people that get caught in bands i would say be included um, that like probably shouldn't have been banned. They're okay people, but there are a lot for every one person. There are like a hundred people like, yeah, you definitely should have been. Yeah. Banned. And I, then they were also banning like on true social. Apparently people were critical of the January 6th uh, committee and then mm-hmm. they were banning those people. Oh yeah. Also, also that social. stuff's not even <laughs> so <you're> fun. Like- <laughs> it feels like that stuff's not fun. like, even if you are like, Hey, let's like, you know, troll with like the worst stuff. It's only fun when you have a body of normal people too. Yeah, sure. when it's you like just when it's trolls, trolling, trolls, trolling, trolls. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like you're in like some esoteric like fifth <laughs> yeah. dimension troll land where you don't even know. Like, yeah, well, it's not even anything. trolls. They all say something as a troll, and then everybody agrees with them honestly. And you go, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's not like, oh, where, where, what are we doing right now? Do you ever see like a juicy like uh, just a juicy argument you could jump in on Twitter and you just stop yourself? You go like he's no. all day. No, but I I'm saying like real. Myself. I can't, can't stop. Myself. I see it, but I'm like other ones where you go like, do you see that Ottawa professor, that guy who like shamed the one we were talking about, the, who shamed the woman on the flight for not wearing a mask? Or oh my god! I and that guy that. is just like fighting. I don't think he's. All day. I don't know if that's a real person. He is. Is he? Because I, lo- I clicked through his thing. Yeah. We're from I cl- Canada. I clicked through his thing and I started reading his profile, and it was <laughs> indistinct. 
indistinguishable from a conservative I, trying to parody an I know insane that. left-leading it's, person. No, he is. He's a professor at <laughs> the university. rules. A he's a, uh, yeah, he's Otatan or something. Oh, my God. He's a professor at the University of Ottawa. And he's like very proud. like, fuck America. I moved from yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, Canadian yeah, 11 yeah. years ago. You guys are bringing your horrible shit. It's like the most soy fucking shit it's I've ever crazy. seen in my but Like, bro, it's Canada. You're a fucking America light. Like, dude, of all the places you could have ran away to, yeah. like, you literally go to America's backyard. Like, what are you doing? It's, no, it's, but it's, but he is just like, really? That guy's Something blood else. pressure. I would love to see that guy's like, a heart rate monitor on him while he's on Twitter. Just Constantly. Like, yeah. He's the meme of the, like, the laughing where you pull it up and he's yeah, mad. the seething or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Or mentally ill, but yeah. But the, <laughs> probably that one the uh i i've felt that like i've watched a lot of some of my friends that were like really really hyped up on everything they're kind of a lot of them are like yeah i got a little carried away in the fucking trump years mm -hmm. i don't know if you think that people are more hyped up or less hyped up right now As um, of right now they're hyped right up. now they're hyped up because of the roe yeah. v wade thing but i mean like everybody gets hyped up on everything like people won't admit it but have you ever heard of like uh like tds Trump derangement yeah, syndrome. Yeah, yeah. There He's was also... Yeah, I have a, we're there were, saying that professor has long TDS. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> long TDS. there's also, people won't admit it, there is TDSS, which is Trump derangement syndrome syndrome, where every single criticism of Trump a person can make is like, you have TDS, you have TDS. Like, yeah. I don't really know how I feel about Trump like using the military to try to like do border policy. It seems kind of weird. Oh, it sounds like you have TDS. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how I feel about TDS, the grab him by the pussy thing. Well, maybe you have TDS. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, man. You said, yeah, the, everybody's just fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, just wild. a catch-all. TDS, TDS. It, yeah, everything is wild. No, I like it when you're, I've well, seen you, I think even with the abortion stuff, it was like this where you're arguing, you're like, in currently in fights with like on both of the sides <laughs> on your Twitter Yeah, but the profile. issue is that like, because I'll argue things, but I like, if I go to argue with anybody, if I go to argue with my mom, my mom is very conservative, I yeah. have to immediately disavow like 50 other things that people on my side say before I can even begin to have the yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I'll, like, I'll be fighting, like, people will be like, you know, uh, oh, you just want to murder nine-month-old, uh, like, fetuses. Like, man, dude, nobody's asking for a nine-month abortion. That's insane. And then people are like, no, we should be able to abort them. I'm like, fucking dude, shut the fuck up. I'm yeah. trying to have a conversation over it. Yeah. That's honestly, I feel, what the <sighs> biggest problem with the whole abortion debate is, is that there's this tiny subsect of people, of, like, people who go like, yeah, it's like, it's my body, my choice, no questions asked, and if, and if I want to kill a nine-month-old, then I will. Yeah. And then people are like, okay, you lost me. I'm, like, for abortion. Which is so stupid, because it's like, I think it's it's like 92.7% of abortions are in the first trimester. Yeah, for sure. Which is the vast majority. But that's what I'm saying, but it's these people who are so hard-headed about that fact where they go like, mm -hmm. look, it's my body, my choice. Like, if I want to kill a baby that's about, like, breaching, I, that's my right. It's yeah, still exactly. inside of me. And people are like, okay, you're losing regular people here and now, who for, agree and with you, you. Yeah, and you have, like, the art. Yeah, you have the arguments. Like, there's probably, there are decent arguments for minors, for people between the ages of 14 and 18, to be able to engage with, like, trans healthcare in some way. And it's like, I think you can make arguments, but I think you can even get conservatives to be somewhat on board with this. But like then what? some motherfucker will come out here and he'll say, like, well, what about my four-year-old trans child? And it's like, bro, you need to shut the fuck up and go back in well, the closet. Because you like, you're ruining it for everybody yeah, right now. Like you see you get the fuck out of here there dude. was a dad on tiktok and he's like i'm trans and my child's trans and you're like what are the odds of that <laughs> what are the odds that you're trans and the point seven percent of the population and both of you yeah have exactly like let's or just like do the these quick whole friend groups there. or whatever that are all like of course like, <laughs> but then you're like but it's one thing friend groups you go like okay have friends take after each other i could see that but you're like okay you're you have a trans. graduating class of 200 and your friend group is 50 <laughs> people wide and you're all trans yeah, that's yeah. a little bit strange yeah, exactly you need to just check the water supply or something maybe alex jones is on to something there, you know? For sure. But so, then but then people always see the worst aspect where they see like this transparent with the, they go, my four-year-old's trans and you go mm -hmm. like, okay, well, something's probably, four-year-old's probably yeah. not trans. Probably, You're probably yeah. just projecting onto them like yeah. your values, which 
parents do all the time. And then social media today will amplify all of those messages. And then it's like you're you're. We, we have a really hard problem. This is a shot in the dark. You've heard of the Chinese bank robber fallacy? No. no. Basically, it's like it's like a numbers game. Like you could show a hundred Chinese people committing violent acts of robbery every single day for an entire year, but it wouldn't actually be a big deal because there are so many Chinese people. Statistically, it's going to be that way. We've right? kind of talked about that. Yeah. 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 Well, that, like with police that, officers, I could show you like once a week there could be a police officer murdering an an unarmed man, and I mean like like. Nobody knows how many police officers are in the United well, States. Sean, that's Sean King, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's like, there could be... What or if like, I, lives a dick If I tell you there are like 10,000 police officers and I show you one violent killing a year, is that pretty bad? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. that's bad. What if I told you there are 100,000? Because now the problem just technically got one-tenth as bad. What yeah, if I told yeah. you there are a million? Now it's a one-one-hundred, but you don't think about that in your no. mind, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah with the whole trans, like the trans debate forever too, is a lot of them, they would be like, you know, we're getting, like, we're getting murdered or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and I always thought, I'm like, you can't expect that your murder rate would just be zero because nobody's murder rate exactly. is zero, right? Like yeah. nobody can say their group's murder rate is zero. So like why would that be your like big point? You go like we're getting murdered. You're like everybody's getting murdered. Yeah. You know, like you can't so it's gonna be more than zero. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And when you've got like twenty four seven news, it's easy to pick and choose whatever stories and then you can sell whatever and everyone with like what, three hundred forty million people in this country, you can find anybody oh, committing any crime for anything. So Absolutely. Yeah, it's really rough. No, you can literally commit you can connect any narrative where you're like, There's an epidemic of redheads getting murdered and mm-hmm. you're just yeah. like, Look at here, it just every day here's six redheads that got murdered. Oh man, there's a guy, <laughs> Scott Alexander, he writes a really good blog, um, Slate Star Codex, but he has a thing where he goes on and for like two paragraphs he tells you about like an epidemic of cardiologists that are murdering people and it's like he's got like 50 different stories of like different states but <laughs> he does this yeah the, this is the idea it's like yeah i mean you can get, dig through any profession <laughs> yeah. and find there are x number of cardiologists of course is going to be people but yeah but i do feel like i've been i always have that because especially being in like new york and doing comedy there's like obviously most people don't ever have to be around anyone that's different so they'll you know they're be like these fucking you know new york snowflake liberals and you're like they're not really like everyone's not like a psychopath like yeah. fucking whatever mm-hmm. right yeah they're not like the craziest brooklyn hipster you can think of yeah all, and then, everywhere and yeah. then they're like they're like these fucking trump this and then you go really it's just someone's mom like you know yeah. you go, it's just actually a mom <laughs> that's that that's about. my mom yeah you're yeah, talking about I, my mom right now yeah <laughs> yeah it's a million people and just like yeah. they're but I, I, what about this for um, uh, idea if they're going to ban abortion in Texas? Like uh, a clinic like right outside of Texas and it's can't believe it's not a Texas abortion. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, you, do it, you yeah. go. It's like it's all it's so close to a Texas abortion. But <laughs> just the funny meme I saw was people talking about setting them up on Indian reservations because they're not part of the state. <laughs> oh, so you know, it might be a new business revenue. And yeah. you get a bag of smokes with the abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Illegal fireworks, and maybe. Play, play a little know. blackjack while you're waiting. And <laughs> yeah. the little slot machines in the abortion <laughs> waiting room. You know what? Okay, do, tell me if you think this, though. I feel like uh, some of the abortion stuff where it's like, it's hard to even, I feel like hard to argue with everyone because I'm like, okay, if you argue with left-wing people, they don't even listen to like the right-wing's debate. So they're arguing against what they don't. Everyone's arguing against what the other person doesn't think, I guess, in the debate community with straw man, I guess, yeah. and all that, right? The issue is really like, when do you consider a fetus to be alive? Yeah, that's... Nothing else matters. Because pro-choice... Pro-choice to what? Kill a human? Like, would you say? Would you argue right. pro-choice for a one-year-old child? Like, probably not. No. And then pro-life on the conservative side is stupid because it's like, well, if they thought it was like a human life, they're probably not going to be okay killing it. But nobody wants to connect on that part I, of the conversation. I, that's a really difficult. I think they I would was, argue uh, like we're not. Yeah. But 
we have that this is like the best we can get or something. It, it is odd to me with the, this one debate though, where it's like conservatives. This is the only thing where they're actually seem or at least pretending to be the more empathetic ones because normally they're like the side. No, of it's less, always about the children. But they're always the but conservatives are always the side of like less empathy. It seems on most issues, and this is the one. Well, where if you want to play the less empathy card, it would be saying that like that. you know women well, get raped saying, and stuff. Should be I know, I know that, but they're. I'm saying this is how it's they're framing it, mm-hmm. where they're like we're the more empathetic ones in this scenario. I think most people never th- say all of their things are empathetic. Yeah, I think people side. try to. I think from the liberal side, it's easy to say, like, they're not empathetic. But from the conservative side, it's always like, well, we don't want to give welfare because we want people to be able to work for themselves and yeah, do their yeah, own stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. they always, yeah, everybody sees themselves as... Like, liberty would... The argument would be that it, you are... Uh, this is better for people. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But what is, like, the actual amount of people who are pro, like... Not sides, but like you know, pro-choice is something like what seventy, eighty percent in America. It's a pretty no. big number. I don't remember. It's who a, are I think not it's over like, sixty? I think it's over. Who 60. are not like a get? Who are like for abortion in some instances? Yeah, it's like oh, a, in it's, some instances. Yeah, it's yeah. the majority. Like I, I do wonder like the political repercussions for because you know a lot of people in red states. I'm sure like yeah, I don't want this. But there's a lot, a lot of, of people that are you know I was like again from Canada like I don't think I've met someone that you know even has like really an opinion. It was just such a settled thing in Canada, right? Oh, it's but super fringe. Even in the right. United States, it kind of was. At yeah. Least federally, but yeah. Well, but I guess to them, it was one of those things where, you know, it's the same thing with like Trump and everyone's mad. And you're kind of like, oh, everyone was this mad about Obama. Yeah. Were they <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, yeah, no, it was settled. But like there, there were. You know, no, that's true. I guess because there are states that are constantly pushing the boundaries of like, if you come in for an abortion, like I think in Texas, if you go in for an abortion, there has to be two different meetings. The first one, they have to show you like a video of your fetus, and then you come in 24 hours really? later. Yeah, yeah to in, try to get in people someone to, called them. They have to make you hold another in baby. Isra- <laughs> no, in Israel, you have to to get an abortion. You actually have to go to like a tribunal and just put your case for why you want an abortion. Oh. They, they pretty much that? in Israel, they pretty okay. much always grant them. But the idea is the fact that you have to like. I was a joke because it would be like funny if there's like a thing called like a board court and you got to go in there. <laughs> you know, it's like there's like a Judge Wapner kind of guy, and you go, "All right, say your case." But you have to really, and there's like the best abortion lawyer that go, "I've never fucking lost." Like everyone, <laughs> don't worry, that thing will be out of you, no problem. And uh, but the, you have to actually go in and give like your case of why you want an abortion. And doing and, that makes and you doing not that, do that makes people not want to do that. But if you really want it, then you and you need it, you will and whatever, and then they'll give it to you. Right. It's like yeah. the cheat sheet that uh, high school teachers will sometimes trick you into saying like you can make one cheat sheet for the test yeah yeah and all in one card and, and, and then every it, kid's the got pro- like a jeweler's loop well I was <laughs> gonna say usually what would happen was in the process of making the cheat sheet you'd realize when you go to take the test oh fuck like me actually learning the material to write down actually right. I don't need to yeah, use yeah, this yeah, now yeah, I can yeah, just do yeah. the test right yeah that is fun. yeah definitely they do it where it's like yeah, you have to punch a baby and it's like why do you have to punch a baby it's like well you're killing one why are you punching one it's just bring out the baby <laughs> it shouldn't be a problem for you should it the dramatic like fucking uh, real life uh, the reality TV music is yeah, like right. facing down bum, the bum, kid. Goes like, yeah, goes all black and white. You would end up getting some people that are way too great. enthusiastic yeah, about yeah, it, though. Yeah. Like, when somebody's, like, winding up. Yeah, he's, like, no. wrapping the hands. You go, what are you? It'd be like, uh, One woman, excru- she's in excruciating mental agony. <laughs> she finally decides to do it. And then she's face-to-face. They bring out the baby, and there's two of them. And she's like, what? And they're like, you're pregnant with twins. You've got to punch. Bo- you have to roundhouse kick and get both of the babies in one Chuck shot. Chuck Norris style. Oh, man. Yeah, you have to pull the twin. Yeah, you have to be the one pulling the trigger to fucking make it happen. Jesus. It's like... Uh, uh, or when you uh, or the one yeah the enthusiastic girl it's like uh, when uh, they used to do Maury Povich and the dad's doing backflips <laughs> the girl you you won your abortion case woo 
<laughs> she's doing the worm on the pregnant belly. <laughs> I think the retributive side could be funny for very liberal states. If they started doing abort court, they yeah. should have some sort of like. They are. If, you, if you're pregnant, well, for three months, we're going to put like a screaming, crying set of like fucking Sony speakers throughout your house so that <laughs> you can understand when you have the kid what it's going to be like. And then there's a three month process of them like every four hours being woken up. And it's like, just make it, you don't want to commit an abortion, do you? Because yeah. you can, the option's here, whatever. And then that would be the liberal state's way of getting back at the they rig up your, Yeah, they rig up your mattress, like just like fucking. <laughs> some guy will come in and randomly shit in like the bed or something just to like yeah. fuck with you. Like, oh, your baby's diaper leaked, I guess. Better clean it up. Up, like. You're having sex with your chick to just come and kick you. <laughs> Crawl, some dude crawls into bed with you. I was saying all that stuff on stage. Start last sneaking night. in like uh, mass gainers into your food. Like, wow, you're 50 pounds heavier. Your husband's not looking at you too hot anymore. <laughs> Are you ready to fight for child support and have postpartum at the same time? I don't know. Um, I was so. saying on stage yesterday, I was going hard on the abortion stuff, and I was like, big win for us today, right? And like the comedy cellar in New York. And everyone's like, what? And I was like, whoa, I, sorry, I, you guys aren't on the side of. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was saying, you guys, no matter what you think, you probably agree that there was one uh, like abortion doctor who got in the game because he really hates babies. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was on a plane and a baby wouldn't stop crying, and he was going to be a normal doctor. And then he, he lands and he goes, I'm changing my major. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> At least one. The numbers can't yeah, 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 yeah. It one. was that, and then one trans doctor that cuts off the the dicks that like just as a feminist that hates men. So she, <laughs> they're like, there's this new job that kind of opened up where you just cut their dicks off all day long. <laughs> Jesus, wear them on your neck like a warlord. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, but from a okay, so. From a marketing perspective, mm -hmm. I've when I argue with anyone about this, and it's like even people like I agree with, it's like hard to like it's one I almost like when I'm talking to girls and the idea that it's like okay, so if you live in New York, they'll be like, well, this doesn't affect you, and I'm like, yeah, it also doesn't affect you. So like we're both talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, I did find it odd that the most of the protests were like that you saw yesterday were in well, states yeah. that weren't affected. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Because it's probably the most overwhelmingly anti-abortion state. So but the I, state legislature is already going to have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like, I thought, you know, maybe, like, I went to look on Twitter, like, what's going on in, say, like, Louisiana or, like, we were just in St. Louis. Well, they, a lot of the people the, there agree. Well, I know that. And you go and look, and it's a pretty small, like, they're like. Sure, but I mean, that's kind of, I mean, like, I mean, the states that were probably the most against slavery were the northern states that didn't have yeah, slaves, yeah, right? that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like it's people think it's a federal issue. There's going to be a lot of people that do disagree. That pro you probably, I'm going to take a guess here. You probably don't want to be the girl going out in Louisiana or Alabama protesting for pro-choice. <laughs> probably not a good look. Well, I was like, it was in New Orleans, which I think mm -hmm. New Orleans is probably a fairly like liberal city. That's true, yeah. Right, and I was like, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, exactly. So you expect like New Orleans is going to have a pretty good turnout for a you know pro, like pro-choice rally. And I looked, and there was it was pretty small. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you, just from a marketing perspective, if they said, because even when you've heard girls what, do be you like, have a business just trying to start? I, I honestly <laughs> been like arguing with people like this for, for a day straight. And it was like the idea that you go, okay, this has nothing to do with men or whatever. If this was a man's issue, abortion would be legal everywhere. And we go, well, then make it a men's issue. It's like then start saying that like this is a men's issue. And then like, but the, it's like from it, just bad marketing to say that it's a women's issue. It doesn't affect you. It's like. Okay, well then I guess it doesn't affect me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. But see how I mean, many people is. got pregnant on 
Roe v. Wade day who are going to have different opinions when they find out their girlfriend <laughs> is pregnant and can't get an abortion. Well, that's what I mean. But do you think it's a men's issue at all? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a really silly framing. I think every issue that's in the United States is every every it's person's every, issue, yeah, right? Course. Yeah, like technically, like you know, silly like, framing. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean. like discrimination isn't like te- like as a white guy, like n- very few things are like my issue that are like highly contentious yeah. in the United very States. Very few things. That I mean, I'll tell you, living this. in New York, mm-hmm. any of their issues, you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah, but I mean, we're all kind of like bought into this project of democracy, so we all have to. Participate participate even in things that don't directly affect us is kind of the buy-in for it yeah so. i agree with that yeah that's a good way also women hate being told what they can't do like that's not the, just okay if you got if you got a girl pregnant yeah. like she would have to get the abortion but like if you were in a state that like didn't have one for example and you yeah. wanted to get one right that's obviously you would problem. be you would be the one paying for it by the way playing for the flights yeah so it's like for them the only difference is <laughs> they'd have to be on a travel yeah for you it'd be like you'd pay for more of course i mean i would be very invested if i didn't want a child into making this happen yeah god i just i have the biggest i wish i was like a hot girl that just fucks celebrities and then blackmail them for abortions there's got to be somebody that does this hell That's yeah awful. are I you mean, kidding the famous is, is paul george he used to place for the clippers he knocked up a stripper and he straight up offered her a million dollars cash to yeah for to have an abortion, and she's just like no because uh, I mean child support child support for eight be. year last contract was quarter of a billion dollars so pass on that million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what do you th- so what actually happens now the because you probably know more about this stuff though it's like the basically they. Basically, they kicked it to the states. Kicked it to the states. So now all the states get to decide what they want to do. Which do you you do you think that should be a federal thing? Um. There, so there's two sides to this. There's a moral argument, and then there's like the legal argument. The legal argument is a bit more complicated. Uh, morally, I think at least like first, second trimester abortion should probably at least first trimester abortion should probably be available. Um, seems to be pretty standard across the world. Pretty hard to defend. Like I think the clump of cells in trimester one. I don't know if you saw the guy that went on to debate Charlie Kirk <laughs> that had the. He brought the big poster of the, the embryo. Um, it was oh, a okay. photo, yeah, and he was like, "Do you really think this is a human?" And Charlie Kirk was like, "With every fiber of my being." And it wasn't. <laughs> it was yeah. a fucking dolphin. They like trolled him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. Like, oh. and then yeah, and you see the awkward. It's like, okay, well, fuck. Um, legally, I think that legally, the the argument is Roe v. Wade and and Casey absolutely should have stood. Um, but the the legal arguments basically have to do with this this concept of like what is the Supreme Court's job, and it's probably not the job of the Supreme Court to be digging back and undoing rulings like 40, 50 years ago over and over again. Well, this and, is what they were like. Hey, the Republicans have been trying to do this forever. Now we can, right? Yeah, but like the, the issue is that probably I think once the Supreme Court has made, especially like watershed decisions that have been reaffirmed and other cases are like built off of, um, you just get into this real, weird world where it's like is the Supreme Court going to be undoing everything it's done over and over and over again? Every Every time the composition of the court changes, which is kind of strange. Probably don't want that. Well, I guess, and I don't know, like, the actual legal terms, but is the idea that they sort of put, like, got this in there in a way that wasn't legitimate in the first place. Is that kind of, like, the argument? Yeah, so the the actual support for Roe v. Wade and, and for the KCV Planned Parenthood is legally it's very complicated. There's a concept called substantive due process where you basically you kind of get rights from that aren't explicitly stated from other parts of the constitution it's very complicated the ninth amendment the fourth there's like a lot of weird things but i think that past that there's this concept in law called stare decisis which is basically like this was the decision it was made you might disagree with it it might even maybe be a bad ruling but so much has been built on it that at this point the court as an institution just has to move forward because you get into a weird area where so clarence thomas one of the um 
judges that wrote a concurrent opinion with Alito for why Roe v. Wade should have been overturned was basically saying, like, I think we should also revisit a couple, um, Agrafeld, I can't pronounce the name. There, there are a couple other big same cases. Same-sex marriage. and, the, and Same-sex well, marriage. Wasn't one of them interracial marriage? And he's No, not interracial. It was same-sex marriage, contraception, yeah. and sodomy laws. Yeah. Um, so he, better he, he not was take saying, away my sodomy yeah, laws. Yeah, which sodomy, <laughs> for those Whoa, that don't you're know. you're going to see a fucking angry Canadian. <laughs> Danny's going to his tits up protesting. <laughs> People think sodomy is just anal sex, but sodomy is certainly any non- I did think that, yeah. Yeah, sodomy includes blowjobs, so. Well, I always think of it like the devil sodomizing. Sure. Sure. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there's probably just not, there's a bunch of legal, it's it's a lot of legal arguments. Probably not good to have the Supreme Court in the business of But you could make the same argument to the way that gay marriage got in there. It's the same way that this got in there. Um, what do you mean make the same Roe v. Wade like so because the people are saying they're going to come for you know gay marriage next or whatever Mm -hmm. but is that because they're they're in the they're in the constitution or whatever the exact same way kind of yeah basically well the idea is just that like if you if you're willing to get rid of Roe v. Wade then you're willing to revisit any decision that's been made and then if you happen to disagree with those decisions are those like on the chopping block now it's just what percentage of people don't support gay marriage um I think I want to say gay marriage is one of those foregone ones where like I think most of the U.S. at this point is like at this whatever. point it's like yeah yeah but I would have maybe thought that about this it's, to some degree too I, no, th- honestly, I think abortion is really contentious and that was yeah, part of uh, Alito's opinion as he wrote that was that even fifty years later there are still states that are actively like twenty two states yeah, have the laws, the laws books that are trying to like yeah so I think that I don't I don't see this gay people are kind of like the new white people of the LGBT people we're like yeah gay, white, like, gay white privilege yeah you've know? got like gay conservatives you've got like the Dave Rubin the, Milo's a little out there uh, but you've got like they're like okay gay people you made it you're in you're under the umbrella now um, but the uh, <laughs> yeah I don't the abortion thing is, is still highly highly contentious I don't hear and may, maybe I didn't miss it but I don't hear conservatives like rallying against gay marriage that much I do hear it against abortion. No, that's yeah. like a single issue. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, and it's never gone away. Like, do you no. think that it like sort of cashed in? Because I guess, you know, I, I think liberals lost a lot of cultural power in the last four years. Do you think they sort of cashed that in for this one big win? Does it feel like? The question is going to, because we have very short-term memories when it comes to being mad about things. So I'm curious if people will remember Roe v. Wade going into these midterms, but... Who knows? In two in two weeks, maybe there'll be another variant, another war. It is a probably a positive thing for I guess Democrats in that sense because like one of the biggest problems with them always is they have like girl messaging where it's like ten things at once at you, and it's like it's it's way more powerful to be like this is my thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. From I a mean, we'll see if, like, so some- if they were like we're the bringing abortion back like they at least have a thing yeah. as opposed to being like hey it's this and trans people and this like 90 things at once thrown at you there's a reason Biden won the election and it was because people really hated Trump yeah. you got that, <laughs> that kind was of the guy to rally thing. around yeah that's uh, it's such a, it's, it is an empowering thing for the Democrats but it, will they capitalize on it I mean will people still care in a few months yeah. hopefully but who knows well they were already posting a lot of like you know what we need to uh, vote this back like they were well all you need to do is if you're in a red state ones, just uh, vote the guy out and vote some one blue if you're in a red state and it's such a big issue like that should be what happens right yeah, we'll see. You, you know if a, if a red state that'll happen maybe in one state i don't know but, but like, probably not it's gonna be a few most states people agree with it. yeah most people agree with the anti-abortion thing and like you know i'm sure in louisiana or something like most people are anti-abortion so then they're not going to vote the guy out yeah. all right well then so the next one was like to me i guess that's the main issue but the one that really kind of flipped people where they were like sick of all the stuff was the trans sports one right wasn't that like one of the main ones that yeah, you yeah again with? just like a super loser issue like, like it is a loser most issue trans people don't 
care about the trans sports thing. Most trans people just want to like live life. I and mean, be nobody cares about women's sports. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it does well, seem like then, a weird thing to be like, I'm, I'm like, as a good guy, and then you're like, I want to be a girl, and then you're like, but I just don't want to be a weightlifter. Like, it just seems like probably very uncommon. Yeah, it's a, it's a, very, it's definitely a niche issue. I think there are good arguments for trans people to participate in sports at like the grade school, it's and a high school issue. level. Yeah, because like grade school for sure. Yeah, because like this is, it's not about like being ultra competitive. It's like you do a social activity to get exercise, like bond with friends. It's probably good. Um, NCAA stuff gets a little weirder though, right? You're talking about like a select number of spots that scholarships are given scholarships, for, yeah, and, like of these competitions. But there, and there's also like a lot of recreational leaves outside of pro, like outside of like NCAA stuff. When they can do what they want, but the fight, the valiant or the 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 vicious fighting over the NCAA women's sports and trans stuff was just like it's such an it's like there. Have you ever heard of a turf? Yeah. Of yeah. Course, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Their boogeyman for so many years has been trans people are displacing women. And it's like, I don't think they want to displace women. But with the trans sports issue, you're really handing them that argument on a silver platter. Where I'm getting into arguments, a lot of people are like, we should just abolish women's sports. It's like, damn, dude, that's a pretty bad line to, to, to toe because you're legitimizing every single complaint they've ever had about yeah. all of trans. And even most trans people aren't going to look at you, you know, saying, like, a lot of trans women know. They're like, yeah, of course, there are a lot of things that I carry over from puberty. It's part of the reason why I hate myself yeah, so much. Yeah, and people aren't passionate um, about women's sports enough to yeah. really, like, you're not going to get some they'll be like fine mm-hmm. get rid of them then I don't know yeah it's not just a bad <laughs> <laughs> fine get rid of them and then the only thing people who lose out are women who want to do sports no but that was such the linchpin where you're just like even people that sort of weren't paying attention it was like okay well I'm not like saying that and they're like well if you don't say that you're out you're going I guess I'm out I don't know yeah exactly which sucks <laughs> yeah yeah it sucks do you think the economy's uh, like I don't know? We've been going back and forth on this. But the economy's fucked, okay? I know I it's just, fucked, but do you no, think no, no. Like I just, four I just like fucked. to mention. I just went to go buy a co- iced coffee at a place down the street, and I could go. Can I get a little less ice? And they go, "That's going to cost more money." <laughs> so, if you want to know the state of the fucking economy right now, it's bad. That is pretty wild. That's crazy. I go, "Can I get a little?" And I didn't even go no ice. And you were just saying, "I'm not letting you do your scam that you do." I just don't like it's just too much ice. So I go, I just like a little less ice. And she goes, okay, just so you know, that costs more. And I go, that's insane. Considering it was a $5 coffee to begin with. How much more do they want? 50 cents. That's Jesus. fucking nuts. That's just, it's, ugh. <laughs> we're, in, we're in bad. Did you shape. lose a lot of money? <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah, you're going to be a crypto on Jerry. Right? No, fuck no. No? <laughs> I'm smarter than that. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I just feel like I internet streamer shit. dudes are all fucking... Yeah, they all are, yeah. But well, they're also all loser. Because you have so many people trying to probably shill projects where they go, hey, like, here's my coin. Oh, yeah, of course. He, he'll, we'll give you, like, four billion of them if you just pump it. Can we, You have to do a lot of, just on the topic of scams, you yeah. have to do a lot of research. More than I've done for any debate. You do a lot of research on getting into fucking Manhattan without getting fucking scammed by taxi people. Really? I feel like every time I've gotten here. No, the taxi. Why don't you do a Lyft or a Uber? I should, but I always hear such good things about like New no, York the, cabs. No, the, the like, taxi. You no, want the experience? No, they don't scam you at all here. The only times you're gonna get scammed in New York City is when you go to like if you're at the airport and you're like leaving the airport and then they're in the terminal like trying guy to be like, hey, you. guy, guy grabs yeah. you, go, hey, do you want to ride? Those are scams, and there's signs everywhere that says don't. But you just go. I, well, yeah, I just you I, walk the first outside time I came, and there's a line for taxis. The first time I came here, guy did that to me. He was like, oh, do you need a ride? I was like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. And I walked through, and then I realized. When I'm in this vehicle, I'm like unmarked vehicle, no meter, no meter. Fuck, I think I'm. Man, so I start I, googling in the backseat. Yeah. I'm like New York taxi scams. Whatever. It's like, oh, these couple. It's like, okay, well, you know what? <laughs> fuck me. A ride from I think JFK to Manhattan is supposed to be like sixty bucks, bucks. fifty dollars, fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm fuck it. The guy's probably gonna. I'm. I got money. I'll whatever. I'll pay him. We get to the hotel, and this motherfucker pulls out a list. 
And he's like, oh, $264. Yeah, be like, hey, how about I give you 20 or you can call the police. That's what, that's the thing. If you know what you're doing, you go, you know what? Actually, I feel like giving you $20. And if you have an issue, let's call the cops. Let's get that's them involved. What I, did. I, I, I think I gave him 80 yeah, yeah. And then I was like, this is all I oh, have. I'm dude, sorry. I've been, here's the thing, though. It's like New York, but it's not unique to New York. It's mm-hmm. unique to any city that has tourists. Any big Because city. I've been scammed so many times. In, dude, I was in... Um, in in Hanoi in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and we took. Uh, they have actual metered taxis there that are scams with meters, mm-hmm. and so you're in the back, <laughs> yeah, the dude. Fucking- you're in the back, and I remember because I realized that because they say this was like in 2007, and I remember reading they're like, don't get into like certain, and we got in one not realizing it, and then you're looking at the meter, and it's going like this, and it just goes like. Like so fast, like you're looking at it and it just like jumps, like so fast, like it goes from like five dollars to like twenty, like that, like instantly. You're like, what the fuck was that? But in Vietnam, I was like, I'm not, I'm not fucking. We got scammed by like a uh, when we were leaving the airport from a taxi driver. Where it was like in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were just like, okay, it's uh, we'll catch a taxi, but like Uber's eighty bucks. So if you want to do it around there or whatever, the guy was like. No, no, it's 160 right now. And I'm like, yeah, it's on my phone. Here it is. Like, it's just they're going to be 10 minutes. So if you want to take us now, you can be five bucks more. And the guy was like, no, that's crazy. It's not that. And I was just like, are you mental? Yeah. Come like, looking at it. Well, because they know that if they wait long enough, they'll get $160. Well, and, and yeah, and people just yeah, don't. I think he did. Know. I think I so did. So here's one it. that I couldn't figure out. And I paid the guy and I tipped him. So I'm trying to figure out if I got scammed last night. When I tip? Came, <laughs> am I not supposed to tip? tip? No. Tipping on tip? a to getting t- <laughs> tipping on a scam while you're getting scammed. Because well, I didn't know if I was getting scammed or not, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, so I was like, "Well, I'll be the polite thing, okay?" So because I got I got in, so from JFK to Manhattan, he said we do flat rate, okay? And I'm like, "Oh fuck, maybe they flat rate because there's no traffic and he doesn't want to get fucked." I was like, "Wait, flat rate?" So he flat rated me for eighty bucks. No, it's fifty. That's fine. No from, flat rate from JF. No, it's literally if you JFK look, can be like an hour drive. It was about a forty. It was like a forty. If if you look on actual taxis, they have like. They have a card. And right, well, a, I've done. I've spent one hundred. Yeah, you get scammed nonstop. What are you talking <laughs> so about? Yeah, we're fine we're all, okay, everyone is. It's a fucking table of rooms, dude. There's a table of rooms right here. Yes, you get scammed all the time, right? Dude, the story you just told about getting scammed in Columbus. The guy goes 160, and then you're like. Fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, still, I'm telling the story took, like I didn't pay. Yeah, you like you didn't pay. I still took the scam. Okay, well, fuck me. Whatever. I had, I got scammed worse than probably anybody ever. And when I was in China, I went and uh, ordered a girl. Got a guy. Yeah, hey. Cool. No, we, me, and my uh, girl at the time, we were walking around in the um, Forbidden City or whatever, and this couple comes up to us and they're like, "Hey, can we like practice our uh, English?" They're a Chinese couple. And they go like, "We're trying to practice our English. Is it cool? We walk around with you?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." They're like, you know, our age, and, and we were in our twenties at this point. Mm-hmm. And we're like walking around and then they go, hey, have you ever uh, been to, you know what a Chinese ceremonial tea uh, ceremony is? Like a, a traditional Chinese tea ceremony? I'm like, no, we never had it. She's like, oh, you should don't come do it. It's the best, right? So then we, we go up to this like room and there's this like woman. I have, like, I have a photo of it and they're pouring us these like shots of tea and there's like not like little like nuts or whatever and then and we're with this couple and we're doing it and then they're like do you want more tea and then at this point i go oh we probably have to pay for this right like i didn't even think <laughs> yeah, right? yeah yeah and i go oh this is like they're, the they're not scam. doing this out of the kindness of their heart they're bringing us around we this is the, so we go we'll just take the bill and the bill comes and it was like twelve hundred dollars wow. us and we had like i think a hundred and i don't know i had a hundred and then the guy looks at me and he's like who's the guy's scamming me right now and he goes he looks at me he goes 
Uh, he goes, he hands me, I go, I don't have this much money. He goes, you want to split it? I'm like, what the <laughs> right? He tries to split it. And then, and then we basically were like, and they, they brought out the thing and they itemized each nut we ate. Like it was like they were. Stop count. it. Dude, it was crazy. And then I remember, I think we, we ended up giving like $150. It was all we had. And the craziest part is, so we're leaving and I'm just like, they totally scammed us, but they're not <laughs> admitting they scammed us. They're just like, we just did this thing. Yeah. And the guy was acting like he covered my portion. So then we all leave together and then we leave. And the guy's like, you want to go grab lunch? I was like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Beat it. I go, I don't have any money left to buy you lunch, buddy. Beat it, Chinaman. But they actually was like, you want to go buy, get, go get lunch. I was like, you just scammed me. Relentless. And the best was we were in a McDonald's at like three in the morning, like a week later, and there was these guys behind us, and they're from like Utah, because we heard them speaking like English, like American English or whatever. And then we started shooting the shit. And then the guy, like, I don't know what we were talking about, but the guy goes, hey, I got a question for you. He's like, did you? And I go, Chinese tea scam. He goes, yes. He goes, yes, exactly. And honestly, and he's like, they got me for thousands. Thousands? <laughs> yeah, because they were like older dudes and they had money and they yeah. were just like, because what do you do? You're like, you this think the police are going to come and it's China and it's Beijing, you don't know. And Jesus. But do you think uh, the, the the next four years are going to be brutal? I know the all in guys were kind of saying that. Yeah. Like, do you think next four years is going to be like real bad economy stuff, or do you think it's overblown? I've given up trying to make any predictions. More than a year out yeah. um, on certain things. Um, I th there are ways that I mean, like economists are still debating, like what even is the cause of inflation or how much is contributing to what. Um, there are ways that we could probably come out okay. There are ways that it could be like a really bad recession. I mean, but, just um, increase oil supply. That's like almost not I'm, I don't want to be like flipping and say problem solved but in the 70s I was like reading this thing but in the 70s they had really bad inflation mm -hmm. and then they obviously like raised interest rates a ton but a big thing that they did was they just made it easier to just bring more supply of oil online and that's like the <coughs> biggest factor yeah and I think that oh god not, there's going to be economists that are going to destroy me for this. Uh, if I can try to understand this so I think the issue that you're running into is oil companies ran into this very weird problem where there was this kind of like increase there's a big increase in supply and kind of a little bit of slumping demand where they were starting to lose a ton of money yeah, on yeah. the oil that they were producing. Yeah, they stopped drilling new wells and stuff. And now the scary part is is that if we give them money or if we say, hey, you can go drill there, they're going to be like, oh my God, like, thanks. But they're not going to drill because they're just basically reinvesting the money they have. They're floating on the supply they have because the price are really high right now, right. so they're doing okay. And they're, like, they're not going to drill more. Why the fuck do they want to like increase? Like they're of fine. Well, and no, also they have the to problem be too. To, yeah. yeah, the problem is too is that like okay, say they do it, they start going because we have actually when it comes to shale oil, I think the United States has the I think the largest proven reserves yeah. in the world. But then if OPEC starts to like it massively increase their production again, I mean, now they it's have, unprofitable and like yeah, that's like, the thing with the, with mm -hmm. uh, like Aramco or whatever, the biggest company in the world. But like their oil is you know like right under the ground it's so cheap for them to get out of their yeah. process like whereas here it's like way way under the ground and yeah they could just you know they're a literal cartel they could mm -hmm. just flood the market with oil but that wouldn't i mean if you're trying to keep prices elevated or low you're trying to lower prices and you're like sure let them flood the market sure, if, they, yeah. if, if they want to do that that's still solves this mm -hmm. problem yeah and then there's also like complicated things and that we've shifted a lot of our spending around so we saved a lot of money and we made a lot of money during the pandemic fake we, money well, it, it's money, money. Yeah. The numbers and counts grew. There was a lot of um, there was a lot of stimulus. We had two 
decent sized checks. There was a ton of expanded unemployment insurance. Um, there were a lot of people saving historic amounts of money because they weren't going out. They weren't spending money on <coughs> services. Um, and then you had a lot of money that buoyed uh, a lot of employees with the payment protection program, the PPP. It, yeah. The United States gave more stimulus than I think almost any other country in the world. Oh, by far. A ton. By people will say that we didn't do anything, but we did a ton. People say they didn't do anything in America? Yeah. People, there's people right now typing in the comments like, Desi doesn't know anything about the working what? class family. Like- unemployment insurance was wild. There were a lot of people making more money on unemployment Dude, than they I, were I know multiple people that it are like, yo, insane. I got my rent paid for. I'm getting <laughs> money and mm-hmm. like I'm still doing my job yeah so you had this <laughs> weird you, world where you know the amount of people who are doing two jobs right now have you heard of this that's oh insane. the double work from home stuff yeah because people work from home so they go I work for Google and I work for Facebook well, that's, that should be allowed like I mean if you can do two jobs you can do, yeah, yeah, do two jobs well you could only do that remotely before though mm-hmm. right. someone's like, but if you're I'm, capable of it like I have yeah. you know like if you hire someone to do something and they do it in less time like what the fuck Absolutely. do you care well the problem is I think sometimes you might be working at a competitor <laughs> hey fuck it hey listen these people all work for like two years they get their investment yeah, and yeah. they fucking leave anyway yeah, totally. but um, the, the issue too is that like we saved all this money and then now we're spending money kind of in different ways before we spend a lot less on services now because a lot of people are doing work from home they're not driving into cities they're not getting lunch and shit so we're buying more like goods yeah. versus services so that's putting a bigger strain on like shipping and everything like we can't like ship in as much because we saved all this money now we're spending a ton of saved money we're spending all this money on like goods that we normally didn't buy that much of and like everything is just like Absolutely. ramping up everything and, like, and it was wild. impossible to predict like you know when Amazon took off and then Amazon's like look we have to buy more warehouses hire all these new people and mm-hmm. then they're like oh that was only temporary actually mm-hmm. so now we have to lay well, off all these people because that was because we couldn't not hire them there are layoffs but our target also, is like a big one people will complain about like employment but employment if you're an employee in the United States you're probably in one of like the best times to be in ever employment. yeah because like employment is less than four yeah. percent which it should be at around five because yeah. you want people like moving between jobs so yeah, yeah. employment is really low um, you've got like tons of wages are man I don't know if you, if it's the same you guys like I'm driving around in Nebraska is where I'm from and I'll see like Burger King hiring for like fourteen everywhere. an hour and shit. I'm like, oh, fourteen ev- an hour everywhere is is yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But a, wouldn't a big part of that be that like a lot of people aren't in the workforce? You know, a lot of people have like, yo, I'm not even looking for a job. No, no, no. People will say this. This is not true. There's two different numbers. It's called the U3 unemployment, the U6. The U3 unemployment doesn't include discouraged workers. The U6 does. Now, whenever people want to make a political point, they'll say, well, look at the U6. It's way higher than the U3. But these numbers have always tracked. Like, there yeah. are some people that aren't looking, but for the most part, they always follow each other. Yeah. Our, our, there, was real, a, there were a I'm lot of people who personally, took- I feel mm-hmm. like I know that to like people that are just like, yeah, I'm, I mean, especially, obviously. But the they're pandemic. not discouraged because they can't find work. They're, if you want to find a job today, you yeah. absolutely yeah, find it. But they don't. But, like, it, but that's that. not, but that doesn't. <laughs> that's not because the economy is bad. That's because they just don't yeah, want to work. It used to be discouraged. Yeah, was like, though. I apply 200 places, I get and 200 no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, yeah, you apply 200 places and 100 of them are wanting to hire you. You're it's not discouraged. Insane. You just yeah. don't want to work. People and also, like tons of people took early retirement. So, and then, you know, That's a, million, a million people died. I don't know how yeah. many of those were working, but... Like, there's some open jobs. Yeah. <laughs> some of those have got to work at Burger King. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's weird. So this is all this pressure is pushing wages up. People are spending money in ways they haven't before. Cost of energy is... It's like a bunch of really bad shit is all like... Well, it's it's just unprecedented. This, mm-hmm. this group of things happening at once. Like, Getting nobody... tired of hearing that, okay? I'm... 33. I don't know how you guys old. Um, I feel like I've lived through like three or four unprecedented things. Well, I don't know. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never lived. I've never 9/11 lived. 9 11 was pretty unprecedented. The 2007 uh, no, 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 no. historic fucking stock market yeah, yeah, crash yeah. was like unprecedented. The 2007, 2008. Yeah. Shit, well, like. the 2008, the great financial crisis was, was not, I don't know if it was unprecedented. 
it was wild. But I, there was I like just the, ended the job market. They found the excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no more right. pensions. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what a pension is? Yeah, of course. The, okay, I, mean, I know about it because my mom and grandpa talked about. It. I don't. I've never seen a pension in my fucking life yeah. after like I was like under the job market after two thousand seven. Like they cut no, no, all no, that, that shit. No, no, that back. was definitely crazy because the world was on kind of the the brink. Mm-hmm. But this is more so just like every one of these factors at once. Yeah. Like I, I've never lived through inflation. Mm-hmm. Like I probably none of us have. No, the last time there was been cra- even since 2007, the markets have been like 10, 15, 20 percent year over year over year. Yeah, over year but year I, I remember, like, I remember thinking, like, when they were talking, about, and you're like, there just hasn't been any inflation in my life. Like, there hasn't. Or been. just your standard amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or you know, it would be certain things like maybe real estate. There'd be inflation, but you know, there's never been the price inflation, which is, I guess, the, what the Fed is. Their point is that mm-hmm. they keep inflation and employment at certain they levels. They try to, yeah. That's their mandate. Driving Dual by mandate gas stations, seeing like $7. I, I, don't, I don't drive anymore. Whew, that's wild. That's pretty scary. I don't care now because I'm rich. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure, I, but like if yeah. I was still working, <laughs> of course. back in my carbon cleaner days, yeah, $7. And I'm sure even that's in Nebraska, crazy. it's probably like 6 You know what's funny though? When we lived, we were both from Toronto and like when we lived in Toronto, before I moved here three years ago, gas was, what was it, a dollar, five Canadian a gallon. Mm-hmm. Which is probably four dollars a gallon, which is like you know people like it was not. I mean, obviously seven dollars a gallon is insane, but like gas prices have always been so high in Canada. Like right now, I think it's ten dollars or more a gallon in Vancouver, Jeez. Canadian. Like and but they've always been super high. Mm-hmm. America's had super cheap. America has compared to the cheap. rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. we always do. Yeah. yeah. Um, cheap gas. One thing that we wanted to switch is to because um, you. Well, obviously, uh, st- streaming 10 hours a day is probably better than doing a carpet cleaning job. But For sure. <laughs> yeah. With, like, uh, do you consider yourself, like, an actual debater? Or is this just, like, you just became that on the internet? Like, were you into, like, debate tactics and, like, the like, theory of it and all that an stuff? An argumentative little shit, like, my whole life. Like, I, like in high school, I, like, argue with people. It was just, it's always, like, a fun thing for me. Yeah, guess, yeah. but my point was more, like, do you read the books and you're, are, you, are you able to be, like, Yo, these are the common things that people fuck up with, like they, to look for when you're arguing with people. Are you doing this? If like you're like chess, average, you're like, oh, no, big. If mistake. you're like an average, you know, person arguing with his chick, like what are the biggest things that people? You know what I mean? I mean, I know them now through experience because I have read them now. But like getting into it initially, it wasn't like a, I'm going to study like the. That's what. Yeah, you yeah, never like but, the re- the logos, pathos, ethos, rhetoric. I've got it all like under my like initially it was just me screaming at people on the internet, <laughs> and then we did that for a while. And yeah, I feel like a lot of the when I was watching like debates, I feel like a a lot of the times when uh, I'm like, I don't like someone that's a debater. It's they do almost what comics do where it's like, you take, you know, you'll take someone's logic and then bring it to like a funny conclusion, but somewhere in there you got them to agree to something that they didn't agree to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like there was ten things in there, and the person, unless they're really good at debating, they're just like, no, you premise something that I don't agree with in there. I feel like that's the most like dishonest trick that people do all the time, which is like funny in comedy, but mm-hmm. in, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would de- it would depend on how it's used. I think I, I don't think that that's it's necessarily bad to extract like somebody's like general logic or something. No, like, you add um, one in that they agree. Yeah, you, you, you can be dishonest with it for sure. The the ones I usually give advice people to stay away from is if you're trying to have like a like a good conversation, like avoid philosophy and debate like terms. Don't ever like name the fallacy in front of somebody. Like if somebody's like, oh, like, you know. People do that a lot. Yeah, like that was a non sequitur fallacy or you just did an ad hominem attack or fallacious appealed with it. Like don't ever, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like speak in normal words. Like, hey, I don't know if just citing Dr. Phil is who you want to go for when we're arguing about brain surgery. You know, like I yeah. think it's probably not the guy to go to. Right, you can say that that and be a human um, or people get in like very esoteric philosophical terms like I think your meta ethical position is void <laughs> of, like, and it's like no, nobody like n- nobody's following you now like, if you're just trying to like jerk off I guess 
you can do that, but you're losing everybody in the conversation. Yeah, what's a meta-ethical position? Um, in ethics, meta-ethics is like the, the, the highest branch of studying like what is good. So yeah. it's like the most abstract form of like ethics. Um, so like 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 you might have like a theological meta-ethical position where like goodness is like what God says, or you might be like um, yeah, there, there's yeah, whatever, however you define that. But is yeah, I was kind of arguing with someone like a little bit the other day. Like, is ethics and morals the same thing? Kind of. Like, there's like lame. Like in philosophy, you would talk about. So you've got like meta ethics, normative ethics, applied ethics. And you might say like an ethical or moral statement, but to like a layman, like ethics and morals are the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then to me, I was arguing that they were. So yeah, they are, they're more or less me, they are, a layman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you. It's like one of those things where you might draw like a distinction somewhere, but you need to tell the person you are. Otherwise, you're just going to be like shouting past each other. Like, I feel like the biggest one that that we like always debate is like. You know, people take ethical positions that are be- like, what's more ethical? I guess, pro- like, uh, taking a position where it'd be like, you know, I don't care whatever anyone does as long as, you know, I keep my family safe or like, you know, mm-hmm. I have these, but if you mess with my friend like that, or, you know, I'm doing this for the greater good of society and I don't care if it hurts my family, like, which one of those two is more ethical? Is that like a philosophical debate? Yeah, it could. I mean, yeah, it'd be an ethics debate, right? Yeah. But you don't know which philosophers did which positions? What do you mean by that? Like, what's uh, has that has that been like a big debate in philosophy? Um, I feel like in my personal life, that's a huge debate always. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's a so the middle part of ethics is called normative ethics, and I think that's largely branched into three different things. So, in one, you've got deontology. So, like, Kant is known for this, where you basically are talking about like certain actions are actions are in and of themselves good actions, you know, almost irrespective of the circumstances. So, like, don't lie, don't cheat, things like this. Um, then you've got like uh, consequentialism, which is where we only evaluate based on the outcome whether or not an action was good or bad. So, like, if you ever heard something about like utilitarianism, it's under consequence. I think I agree with that one a bit more. Maybe. Then you've got one called virtue ethics, which is like you should just try to live or aspire to certain virtues. But the the, the problem that I find when it comes to normative normative ethics, depending on the questions you ask, a lot of these things will start to like kind of blend together in certain ways. Um, What's so, an example? Yeah. So, like, for instance, a, a classic challenge to like a Kantian a Kantian person or whatever would be like a a Nazi shows up at your door and he asks you, "Do you have any Jews hiding in your basement?" And it's like, well, deontologically, lying would be immoral, but like, do you really tell him the truth and then the people downstairs get killed? Yeah, no. Yeah, but so then, but so people. I mean, will, in my case, yes, yeah, exactly. That's my ethics. People yeah. will try to write like very complicated. I'm the guard in the scenario. Yeah, exactly. People try to write very complicated like escapes from that, but then it almost sounds like you're evaluating by consequence and not action, right? So it's like, well, is it really? So, and then on the other end, you might look at like motive. You might look at motive more than you know, maybe. to some degree, people do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. On the other end, you look at like consequentialism, and somebody was saying, like, oh, like. Um, is it okay to kill one person to save four people? And, you know, a strict consequentialist might say, like, well, yeah, of course it is. Like, f- four lives for one is, is always going to be a What good if it's thing. your son? Maybe, or even more than that. That was say, actually the one of the ones I was arguing about. Oh, sure. Could, yeah, sure. Well, isn't that the whole thing with the self-driving cars is that they have to make oh, this decision? Oh, making those decisions. Well, they have yeah. to make that decision where, like, self-driving cars are driving you along, mm-hmm. and then they have see a one. fucking four kids or drive you off a bridge, and then they drive you off a bridge. Yeah. And people are like, well, I don't want to buy a car that... Driving off a bridge. True, maybe, yeah. I'm like, I because if uh, I was in control, I would yeah, kill yeah, those yeah. four kids yeah. and save my life. Yeah, the, <laughs> or at least I have the choice. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to kill myself because the self-driving car is making it is it, yeah. it is kind of messed up. It yeah. is. But, like, again, how do you program the car? Just plow through a crowd? <laughs> like, the, if you universalize. I, mean, I guess you could stop. Yeah. Uh, one option. Yeah. 
if the uh, if you if you take that concept like you know saving one life versus four though you could wind up in a weird weird world where say nobody ever wants to go to a hospital because if I go to a hospital and there's like four people show up and they all need organs and I'm in the hospital for like a routine surgery are they going to kill me to take my organs right? <laughs> well so yeah but like, that that does take place I mean that's would be a, like a, where a liberty argument I guess comes in maybe life. yeah but then liberty that's not a consequentialist thing that's like a, a virtue or something else right so that's a, so I think that gotcha. all of the they all get like really hazy like anybody that's like a strict consequentialist you could push them on something or it's like would you really do this but you really this good or anybody that's strictly like well actions are good or bad just don't think it's like there's no such thing as a white light whatever so it, it all gets like really hazy right yeah. because you're like you shouldn't infringe on someone's stuff but it's like okay mm -hmm. maybe what if you don't have to kill them what if you just had to cut off their finger and it would save people sure. yeah. and it was like well or, so why are you allowed to do that and if you're like oh no i wouldn't even cut off the tip of someone's finger to save 100 like, people yeah it's really like, really yeah yeah or a million people or you know yeah yeah or what if it's everyone yeah <laughs> or like you brought up the like i just want to live my life and have freedom for my family and conservatives would largely kind of argue with that but now when they look at how society no, no, changes i wasn't saying that mm -hmm. i'm more saying like if you're saying that oh i'm gonna kill you know your like uh friend or your girlfriend like yeah that me obviously is different to me than five people i don't know oh yeah no no i was just saying the idea that like it seems like traditionally conservatives will say like we are all for freedom or whatever just just don't mess with me basically right like as long everybody can do it be free to do what they want but just don't infringe on my rights but now like if all of the culture is changing around you and you're getting worried that that's going to like bleed in somehow so like with lgbt stuff right well if they're starting to teach that at schools like nobody's technically infringing on you personally but if the culture is all changing around you can start to feel that way and then the argument change maybe it's not enough to just say everybody can do their own thing like maybe we do need to have some control over other people it's like what a conservative yeah, of course yeah, yeah you're like every if everyone's going to be in this school and have to learn all the same thing mm -hmm. i feel like the the curriculum argument is a little wrong because you know when people like the, the truth is like obviously there is a curriculum and you're going to argue over what it is if we're going to teach kids that like that sure. is yeah. especially in democracy I mean, that was the virginia thing where but no i, I mean we're like this we're, is one where i do up kind to of, you what we teach your kids and they're like yes yeah is. so i kind of do uh agree i mean as long as there's you know there's i would say that you know there is certain like sexual things where maybe there's yeah it's probably aggressive but there is also when you have uh a curriculum in different states like yeah you're going to there's always going to be like a rigorous debate so it's like even when they take like a book out or whatever like i'm obviously not like a cancel guy but when you're like hey we want this book removed or whatever it's like i mean there's always going to be a debate about what kids are taught to some degree right yeah, yeah to some extent yeah it's okay. just hopefully like the debate it's just weird not to make it's it sounds dumb to not make it political because technically everything is political everything um, is yeah. yeah but it gets weird when it's like should we teach a certain author because he was gay maybe we shouldn't teach that author and it's like i don't know that seems kind of weird versus like i can understand not wanting like second graders to learn about like surgeries for trans people like I, that's yeah probably fine. every i feel like every time everyone says let's not make it political what they really mean is that like the premise includes what they are their political side yeah political is just code word for like thing i don't like to talk about or something basically yeah, of course. yeah. 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 just do the just yeah submit do what, what i agree I'm, with yeah do what i agree with don't submit make it political dude yeah, yeah. yeah exactly don't okay. make it political. you're like just do what i want yeah how do you not what's okay so what's an like give me what's one more uh like big uh like uh one of the main things that people do wrong in like debating um, so, well, the big for, thing... Basically, if you were to take these debating principles mm -hmm. and use them for arguing with your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, well, okay, sure. For girlfriend, yes, yeah. because girlfriends are always rational and easily <laughs> debated with. There's a, there's a bit, I mean, there's a big carryover depending on like what like you do. He has good use, like good tips. Um, empathy is probably the most important thing lacking, I think, in our current like political discourse. Like if you try to, if you were to stick a conservative or a liberal in a chair and then put a gun to their head 
and say, why is he thinking this thing? A lot of people would just die. They can't they do it. absolutely can't do it. So on today, you'll see like a lot of conservatives saying that like liberals just want to be able to like murder babies and they just hate children or whatever. Like it's like, I don't think that's the case. Or liberals will say like conservatives want to just control women's lives. Like, I don't think that's the just case. Just the fun ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that lack of empathy, like understanding why people think the things they do, nobody can do that anymore. Yeah. That's the that's hugest thing that's going on right now. I agree. And I was like, that's why, you know, a lot of people are, saying that oh you know i mean i've always thought when it's like the left and the right you know a lot of people say like oh you know everyone needs to be able to talk to people that have different perspectives than them but it's like they don't actually think that like they just think that at the moment like even okay say the abortion stuff it's like or when trump was in like none of those people wanted to talk to trump people and the same reason right now like i don't know i was watching like what matt walsh was posting or whatever when the abortion stuff right and he was kind of saying like you know, don't be shy to rub it in their faces. These are animals, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty Jesus stuff like that. And it was just like, but I feel like someone like that would be like, you know, oh, we can't have a conversation with people we don't agree, disagree with. And it was like, well, yeah, obviously if like, yeah, that's, that's your you starting point. Is- yeah. But if you th- like, if, yeah, exactly what kind of what Destiny said, where it's like, if you think that that's why they think that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, but they don't think that that's not how they see the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, yeah, the abortion one could ever, really get settled other than i guess that i guess that that's where it is where people were like well yeah you you had it your way and then they were like well now we get to choose i mean abortion thing too at the end of the day too i really think if you pulled somehow every person on earth it is one of those things that would get pretty close to 50 50 like i think it's just one of those things i think it depends on where you're asking i think most people i would say 60 percent plus would probably be okay with first trimester. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Second and third especially. Third is going to be highly contentious. Third is probably almost going to pull less than 50, even in like... Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, again, like I talked to so many people about this and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, again, a lot of people go, yeah, like it's fine. And then you go like, it's just when you start pushing that and they go, okay, actually, yeah, at that point. And generally it is yeah. third or... Even second, late second can be late weird second. depending on yeah. Yeah, For, you're in Florida, right? There's it's fifty because oh, Florida's odd because it's a red state, but I guess it's a swing state, right? So it goes, but they're what fifteen weeks, I think. If I ever got anybody pregnant in Florida, we're taking a vacation. So I don't, even, <laughs> I don't know what the local laws are yeah. there. We either we're either taking a vacation to the state or a, a short trip a down the short trip down the stairs. Okay, <laughs> something is that baby's going to be not existing anymore. Um, you got to go to my clinic. Yeah. All right, who's your least favorite politician? My least favorite politician. Who's the most annoying? Well, most annoying and least favorite might be two different people. Okay, yeah. Um, That's true. God, I hate Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is annoying to you? He's like pretty smug. He's and then just, he got the mullet, too. He's sort of like an L factory, too, where it's like <laughs> even all the stuff where Trump was like dummying him and then he had to like suck up to him. It's kind of like. That seems like a. I don't know if I could do that. I don't Some think guy I would is ragging like on that. my wife, <laughs> the way tough. she looks. Like, bro, you imported some That's Eastern tough. European supermodel because you're a billionaire. You're making fun of how my wife looks. Are yeah. And then he like, he's such a. As a half Cuban person myself, I think he's Cuban. Ted, Ted Cruz is Cuban. Uh, his name is. No. Do you know what his first name is? No, it's not Ted. Raphael. Oh, really? He changed it. Why? Raphael's a sick name. <laughs> no, it's an ethnic name. Oh, he well, he's, on, he's trying Texas. to get elected in Texas. Texas yeah, uh, you want to be Ted? <laughs> yeah, I'm Ted. It's monosyllabic, okay. very white. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, did you ever see? Um, what is it? Italian? Isn't I'm thinking Ninja Turtles, but like, is it a <laughs> what? <laughs> what Raphael? Yeah, I thought he was Cuban, isn't he? Am I, am I making that uh, up? I'm not sure about his background. I thought his family's Cuban. I, I think he had. Wasn't he born in Canada or something? Probably, maybe. Okay, who's the most annoying liberal politician? Um, I will give her credit. AOC's gotten a lot better. 
She was annoying. Yeah, she was the easily the most activist, annoying, apolitical. Like had no idea, but she's she's contradictory a lot. kind of, or just like didn't understand any of the political processes. Like and anytime, <laughs> right. I'm very critical of people, especially on the left, that are screeching from like plus 45 blue districts who are never losing an election in the world trying to criticize like mansion and cinema who are like the only democrats that could hold these seats right um, yeah so yeah that's it really is that's what i've been watching you know in our industry it's like anyone that's like a you know comedian commentator person that lives in fucking new york and la that has a lot of opinions yeah like, well, yeah that's great for you yeah, it's the yeah, political yeah. equivalent to someone and saying like a millionaire being like just fly to a different state to get an abortion it's like <laughs> yeah you know mansion can't have the same positions that you have in your you know super safe seat yeah yeah the same reason why if you were like a conservative running in like liberal or mm-hmm. in like new york you got to have some pretty you got to be middle. way more middle of the road you're yeah, not gonna even sure. mention your position on abortion sure, like that's just yeah. gonna be like what's your position on abortion you go honestly i haven't thought of it i don't like to talk about it talk about the economy it's <laughs> yeah um okay and is biden gonna win or lose Again, or option three still be alive. Still be alive. I don't know if um, two or three years out is so hard to predict. I I kind of feel like if I could put, I need to figure. I don't think predictor is taking bets yet. If I could bet right now, I th- I think Trump is going to be the next president again. Really? I really think so? think so. I think DeSantis is slightly ahead of him. Actually. So here, this he is my rationale. Slightly ahead of him on the predict market. This is my rationale. Okay. If things are continuing as they are, I don't think Biden's going to win again. I think it's going to be a, a, a Republican. And then if it came down to DeSantis and Trump. Here's the thing. DeSantis cares about the Republican Party and his political future. Trump is an egomaniac who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So if DeSantis is like, listen, dog, I'm going to run, Trump would be like, that's cool for you. I'm going to run too. I'm going to do it <laughs> yeah, independently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Republicans are fucked. They're, they're not, they can't right. split that vote. Right, so right. like, I think that Trump, given the chance to run, he'll do it. He's not going to stand aside for somebody else. And the Republicans aren't going to run somebody against Trump because they're split. They're, they're absolutely 100% loose. And honestly, it'd be almost maybe bad for DeSantis where it's like, he's obviously going to get, if anyone who runs for Republican right now and stuff like that, like that's going to get like torn up by you know the mainstream media or whatever but also he has to get torn up by trump like now trump you know too. what i mean well, he people- might find that killer nickname that sticks <laughs> and it's like oh no he, he navigated the whole DeCant covid hit. thing so well though <laughs> hey DeSantis, is more like decant hit <laughs> yeah jesus and then it's all over yeah but um, yeah um Okay. That yeah, that's was, what I, yeah, who knows? But who knows? Anything can change. Like, the world is insane. We're, everything is so rapidly, crazily changing and evolving constantly. F- who knows? Maybe we'll have another COVID variant by then that's targeting young monkey people pox. or something. Yeah, all monkeypox, yeah. Monkey yeah. Was that your, so those are your, the main things that I saw your argument was the, the, gr- the groomer stuff, the trans stuff, probably. And then um, there was, uh, oh, yeah. And then the N word. That, that was. <laughs> You kind of became like the N-word guy. I did, yeah. So, and that was why you were arguing with like Hassan Piker and stuff. Like, well, well, like he you jumped have a whole in to try to ambush me because it was right? a podcast with like three black guys on it. And he's like, I'm going to jump. In. And I didn't even know that was going to be a topic. So they all came up out of nowhere for that one. But yeah. But you were essentially on the side of like people should be able to like make jokes. Or was this something yeah, here's, different? This is like my, where we've kind of moved at, okay? I agree that some things can be problematic. But problematic doesn't mean bad, right? Um, like there's a lot of really funny like racial or sexist or whatever humor that can be problematic. I mean, Louis has the biggest, best, you know. Absolutely, joke, yeah. sure. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is problematic. George Carlin was problematic, right? But like, just because something is problematic doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just means you have to like engage with it in a responsible manner, right? Like, I'm probably not going to show like a five year old, you know, like a 
Dave Chappelle skit on like eating pussy or something, right? I'm probably yeah, not gonna, yeah. right. There's going to be like appropriate ways to engage with it. And basically, what I was saying is that like there, I think that whole thing started from somebody accused me of like, would you ever say the N word in private? It's like if I know a funny joke, yeah, sure. Like I don't personally, but if I did, I, yeah, I would. Um, but like the idea is just that like there's going to be types of humor that I think are appropriate to share on stream, and then there's going to be types of humor that I don't think are appropriate that would be more appropriate in a private setting because I know the people I have like more control over it. Yeah, um, and that's, that's an audience when you like developed a rapport with them. Yeah, exactly. And like I know a lot of really funny sexist and racist jokes, but like if I say these on stream all the time, I'm going to turn my audience like racist. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to do that, you know. And there's people just popping. And, and in. I'm sure a lot of people will be like, I don't like this, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just not that thick. Yeah, for sure. It's not the venue for mm -hmm. that. But his whole thing was, you know, saying that Cracker was he was saying like that only slurs should be you like though not that's not a slur, and you were like it's obviously not as bad, but like. It is a slur. It's just not as bad. Yeah, as it is, obviously it's a slur. You're targeting your skin color. Yeah, you're like, does it hurt my feelings? No, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't know this until I started fighting with leftists. But like, so like Hassan will defend his whole chat calling me gusano, which is a slur for Cuban people. I didn't even know this was a real slur until. Yeah. And then, but these people defend that, saying, "Well, it's not racist. It's because it has to do with the fact that some Cubans were slave owners." And it's like, and I don't like, think my family had any yeah, fucking yeah, slaves. Yeah, 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 and you're saying yeah. this because of my background. What, how is this not a slur? Um, yeah, you're, it yeah. is one of those things. You're like, yeah, I'm just saying that's what the logic leads you. I'm not yeah. saying that necessarily I give a shit. Yeah, we 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 simplified. We it's so weird because I remember like the '90s and the 2000s. It felt like we were expanding certain things a lot, and now we've like razor narrowed the, some of those same things. So like language, I think for a long time we were kind of advocating for like a little bit more of a nuanced uh, understanding of like how language works. Like some things are probably bad and shouldn't maybe be said or, or only in certain contexts but then like maybe there could be room for other things but now we've gone backwards and it's like everything that's problematic needs to go immediately did you and follow that's because the, it got you know used it became a political tool right every not, yeah, well, yeah everything is yeah did you watch the washington post thing with uh felicia sumnez i think yeah yeah the whole with the uh, guy Wy reporter oh, he loved yeah, that yeah. <laughs> unbelievable the guy tweeted he retweeted now i will say on a verified WAPO account, retweeting that joke was pretty dumb. He shouldn't yeah, have done yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, well, it's his personal account. You know, we were saying no, no, it, it, was, it was his verified account. Oh, it was his verified account. But what happened? Account. Remember all the journalists always had retweets or not endorsements? Yeah, but that's like that's like when you put <laughs> a video on YouTube and you're like, no copyright infringement intended, okay? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, yeah. whatever you retweet is all this trick in the yeah, book. Yeah, all this trick in the book. But yeah, but again, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking considering their newsroom is like mostly women. Yeah. And it's it was, the Washington Post. And it was dumb. And honestly, I think you should been reprimanded just for being stupid and tweeting the account. But that lady, when she mild. retweeted him, well, that lady when she retweeted him, nothing is mild today. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. that, right? That lady when she it's retweeted for him, us. she went for blood, dude. Yeah. She retweeted him, had a statement of like, I don't feel comfortable working here as a woman. And I'm like, damn, dude, this is your fucking co-worker. And he, and he defended wrong? her. He did a few years a earlier. Few, yeah, yeah, a few years earlier and when she got in a bunch of depending stuff. Depending on how hard you want to dig on her, she was also involved in some bullshit rape accusation against another journalist. Like for, I think in 2018, there was a guy whose entire life was destroyed because of two hookups, hers being one of them, um, where she came out and basically had a whole story where they, they both got wasted and had sex. And she's like, dude, her story is so funny. It was like, um, oh fuck I hope I'm not mixing hers up with the other story but I think they both got wasted they both hooked up and um, I want to say that she left the apartment that night and then when she got back I'm starting to remember the other story but I think it was the other woman another woman filed a rape accusation against him where he was on the bed and she was like I didn't want to do this and she got out of bed and, and he was like oh well are you sure and she was like 
I felt so pressured when he asked me that that I feel like I had to go back into bed and have sex with him. Yeah. Dude, we had a guy. Oh, I got in all this shit in Canada for this, but with the guy we know, or we don't know about this guy, his uh, he got in the height of the Me Too stuff. He had a girlfriend mm -hmm. who straight up did this whole like medium post about how her boyfriend raped her because he wa he was like wanting to have sex and she's like, I'm not feeling really pretty. And he was kind of like pouting. And so he was pouting. And so she Wait, was who like, was this guy? Oh, you wouldn't know him. He's, he's a comedian from Montreal. Oh, okay, because what you're describing is the exact same thing. Yeah, but I'm saying that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. He just kind of got it pouty or whatever. He's, he's like, oh, okay. oh, like, oh well, he's like, you don't find me attractive. And she yeah. goes, and then so I, I kind of like didn't want to have sex that night. But it's her boyfriend, right? And I, because I remember reading this and I was like, just it was so shocking that she would call him out and you're like you know you google this guy's didn't name you make a i made a video being like he didn't rape that was you. his first cancellation yeah that was my first cancellation <laughs> i go like he that's not a rape because my whole thing was like well then i've been raped because i've definitely been on the receiving end of a girlfriend being like you know oh like what you don't everybody have in everybody a relationship has that was has my done like okay, that yeah. is my point right yeah. and i go this is like so disgusting that she was like using this for some kind of weird clout and then it got to the point where she actually took his like because of me she removed his name from the article mm -hmm. because and i was just like it's just like disgusting like and you know there's women who and i had all these like female comics messaging me privately being like yeah thank you for doing this but i can't support of you, course yeah like all this stuff which is almost more frustrating sometimes i didn't care yeah whatever i didn't care I, I, like, the, game yeah, the, the game i got i got in big trouble for a tweet because I think it was something akin to that and I was basically saying like if you want like you can be treated like a, a retarded child but that's essentially what you're asking mm -hmm. men to do you have no agency <laughs> is that like yeah Women like go I'm gonna walk you here I need to check with you do I need to call your parents to make sure everything is okay do you yeah. need a friend here to sign off on shit like well, it's ridiculous well, and not to mention yeah. that like this is with guys who like no offense to men but a lot of men especially when they get horny are not thinking 100% straight they're trying to like land it you know they're trying to get what they can they're trying to figure shit out and now now they have to be the ultimate arbiters of their own decision making which can be highly compromised at times yes. especially when we're talking about alcohol horniness but now they have to be in charge of the other person too and she wants to be able to vote yeah, like you got to, you got to, you got to pick something. Well, here. Like, are I, you an adult that can carry yourself through life and figure out how you want to do, or are you getting raped because a guy on a bed is making a pouty face at you and you feel uh, bad walking away? Hundred percent. I mean, I, that, that debate women have for like for you know past several years been like go from like you know we should we have agency to we have no agency like mm -hmm. they'll go depending on the argument they'll be like in this instance we have none in this instance we have full agent like yeah. which one is it? And I want I will say because akin to what you said I do think just personally based on the people I've talked to, it does feel like the majority of women feel like these particular women are insane. Agreed, 100%. But they can't, you can't put yourself in front of the train like that and be the woman that comes out no. because now you're like not the pick-me girl. Of the that thing. Yeah, yeah, and not in the height of the Me Too sure. stuff. You're not going to be like... Yeah, and even now because now you're basically, out. what, a rape apologist? You just exactly. want to have guys like all That's over That's what I am. Yeah. And it's like, it's horrible. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I feel, I feel bad for the, and I feel bad too for the women too that have like legitimately like horrible stories of which, Me too. and we don't even oh. talk about it anymore. There are a lot of women with really horrible stories about guys that, especially in industry guys, not in your, well, probably in your industry. Yes, in, in our industry. industry. For sure. yeah. <laughs> our yeah. industry's ground zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, in, in mine as well, like in all these industries. And now, ground and it's, zero. it's, it's gotta be so mind fucky <laughs> that you're a woman sitting here listening to another woman, like crying on her medium post about like how her boyfriend, even even though she was tired, really asked her for but a blowjob before sleep. And it's yeah. like, are you sick? And she's like, I'm traumatized. And I don't trust any man. And it's like, you bitch. Like, but it's, it's also one of those things too, where in the article she goes, and I didn't realize that at the time. 
but I now oh. realize that I was raped, like that's two years later. And you're like, fuck off. I've invented a term. I hope psychologists pick it up. I call it retroactive trauma. Yeah, yeah. Where you're talking with friends and you get like hyped up and they're like, babe, you were raped. And you're like, are you sure? Yeah, 100%. I was like, oh my God. There was I? Yeah, you were absolutely raped. I was like, oh my God, I need to I need to write about this right now. Like, And then I realized like two years later, yeah. it was actually the most traumatizing event of my life. It's like, there, what the fuck are you talking there about? There was a comedian in Toronto. I don't know if, I don't know if you were there, but it's just like an open mic comedian. And she was on stage and she was like, she was kind of a bit cooked. I don't know. Something's going on. She was weird. She was like very comedy adjacent. You'd see her like okay. once, like, you know, you'd see her once a year or something for like a week. She would pop back into comedy, do a set. And she was on stage and she was talking about something like some something. And someone, she got off stage. Someone goes like, yo, that story you told, like you were raped there. And she was like, oh, what? No. Like, and she didn't even, she was just talking about like some guy was weird. This is before the whole Me Too stuff. And then she, I remember like, I can't remember the exact context of it, but like she got off stage and everybody was like, yeah, that story you told it was like you were sexually assaulted. And she's like, oh, what? She, and she didn't even care. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. <laughs> to but be was, clear, I think that there can be cases where it's valid. If somebody sure starts saying things like, yeah, you know, like it was, you, you guys remember like how your uncles would fuck you when you were like, nine absolutely. Years old. like yeah, you you maybe you need to life. think about something there, you know, a hundred percent, but she, um, she didn't even, pro- people told her and she goes, oh, I don't know. When people try to, there was, do you ever, did you guys ever hear about satanic sex cults? There's, a, well, I know the like famous ones. Yeah, there, well, well, not, no, there was a whole thing, I want to say in the, 60s or the 90s I don't remember it was some it was a while ago but basically a bunch of like therapists psychologists have gotten this idea that like we think that all of these children and these babysitters are in this like weird like satanic sex cult stuff and there was this huge craze where everybody was going to therapists whenever their kid was in one and the research that came out afterwards is basically showing that like you can fabricate memories if you believe strongly enough that something happened yeah, and, and if patients, the parents are like and, seeding it and, and all of it was fake not there were no like for the kids and the babies like these big satanic sex cults. it was all just fostered memories from the um from the parents Crazy. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that that retroactive like I think you were raped, babe. It's like I think my boyfriend was just kind of grumpy. I don't know if I was raped. It's like no, yeah, you were raped. I mean, my main issue with it was that was I would have to then in that scenario accept that I've been raped multiple mm-hmm. times, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. Well, people, I'm, not I'm not gonna be a rape apologist and survivor in the same thing. Like <laughs> you can convince yourself of a lot though, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but how many girls or just you know people probably more of a girl thing, but just like the ex boyfriend, there was like convince themselves that like he was like the worst guy ever blah blah and you're like no that yeah that was a crappy relationship you both sucked yeah <laughs> but like yeah you need to think this mm-hmm. to like and you're just like I, i've even been with girls where they're just like you know and my ex was this and this and it's like okay well i know you and <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I sh- yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you're i'm <laughs> kind on his side of it on some of this yeah stuff, I, i'm currently that. dating you so I'm, I'm you're lucky that i'm not doing that <laughs> Anyway, okay, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. It's the same. It, this this is the the sad thing about this is it's the same thing as like the trans stuff we talked about, the abortion stuff. To where I'm worried that we're about to swing back. The pendulum is going to swing back, but it's going to swing back too far, and it now is, you're going to yeah. be in the same area where you're going to have women with legitimate complaints, legitimate grievances, legitimately horrible stories. Who people are going to look at you like, oh, it's another one of those. Of course, because so many people fuck it up for everybody. Will it swing back that far in like liberal places? Though I think it's more, if anything, it seems like it's schisming the country, like kind it's of, just breaking us apart. More, yeah, maybe. yeah, I felt like it was schisming the country, and most of the people because I, I feel like doing comedy is just like you know, I was referenced that, but it's like it's such a good litmus test of if you're good at it. I feel like you say something and you can tell if everyone already thinks this or not, right? And there was a time where you'd be like, people are out of control, and everyone's like, what well, they should be out of control, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there was a time where you'd be kind of saying things like, you know, this fucking. Like, you know, everyone's pretty wild right now and everyone's like, oh, fuck. Like, 
they, like everyone's so agreed. Oh, it's like my mom. It's not my, worth saying it. My you know mom I mean? started sending me like a year whatever ago, like Jordan think. Peterson podcast, being like, you know who this guy is? <laughs> <laughs> I go, all right, we're, uh, we're reaching reaching the end of this cycle. Yeah. When my mom grumpy started, Twitter guy, yeah, yeah. When my mom started sending me that stuff, I go, we're we're reaching the end of the cycle. We're onto a new. Yeah, one. like I in remember, music, it's like you always have you know metal is next after that is something soft and you sure. know hardcore rap. It's always like a Drakey guy. Like it always goes yeah. back and forth, but. This one felt a little different where it felt like everyone was just, okay, we're done with metal and this, but maybe these, some of these issues are, and maybe that's just the election cycle too, and I'm wrong. Yeah, who knows? What do you think? Do you think that you feel like people are yelling at you more or less right now than um, three I wish I could ago? remember it. I just read an article, but I, it's always hard because there's always a recentism to where you always feel like, like everybody through our whole history has been saying, like, this is the worst time politically. Yes. But Not in the I 90s, also, people weren't saying that, were they? Yes. Dude, people have been saying that there's all the doom and gloomers are always like, there's never been a worse time to be alive when it's objectively the best time to be alive. 90s okay. was rap was starting to pick up, men were starting to wear jewelry, maybe more early 2000s, the metrosexual stuff in the 2000s. People didn't like that. People I mean, even Bowie that. was doing like the androgynous stuff. This mm-hmm. stuff's been going on for Yeah. And 60s, the Vietnam protests, these kids are ruining America, Scroll. the radical college kids. What was 2000? 2000s was, I think... Um, um, I just thought of something. Hold on. 2000s was like the metrosexual stuff. People were really that, that. that. Gay stuff started to become more popular. And Will and Grace was getting on the scene. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Actually, I have an important question. I just thought of this. I don't know why. I feel like in every, in so many eras of American music, there's stuff that like, oh yeah, like, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the um, Rock Eyes, Journey, Eagles, 90s, the Nirvana, 2000s, the like all the- 2000s Nickelback. New Battle. Yeah, Nickelback, Linkin <laughs> yeah, Park. Yeah, the back, obviously. Dude, why, I saw, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Why does nobody- Nobody remembers or plays any of the songs from the boy bands. Did they like girls do? do Oh, I have never met a modern day girl that plays like an NSYNC or a Backstreet Boys song. These girls do. Do they really? They like well, they like like like, like when yeah, yeah, like like when when they go back on the reunion, like the bands like and and it's all of them. Ricky Martin, New Kids on the Block. Nowadays, it's all the Blue Bloods fans that go to the. Okay, I just I don't know any of those. I mean, they'll go sell out like you know. Madison Square Garden. Damn, they okay. did a, a yeah. back to back. Yeah, just the nostalgia stuff. People just love nostalgia. So sure. No, it's you know. it, gr- uh, girls. It's that they have Spice that. Girls. Like Spice Girls will probably yeah. play City Field. Britney Spears. Okay, interesting. Oh, Britney yeah. Spears. Like, not only does she have that, mm-hmm. they also have a new identity as like Lord of the Gays. Like, you know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. Like, if you go to if yeah. Britney Spears does Vegas, it's like every gay guy in ten thousand mile radius, and every girl that hangs yeah, out with gay guys is all there. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they haven't gone anywhere. Although about the Nickelback thing. I was in uh, McCarran Park, which is in Williamsburg, which is like the height of hipsters, and there were these hipsters literally blaring Stop Nickelback. It. That's where it's at. It's come the full Stop circle, it. and it wasn't Fuck like you. I, I so, dude, honestly, <laughs> I was like, is this? I stopped. I was on a, my bike. The back is back, and I stopped, and I, I was surveying the whole group of Pull people. Pull the plug on the being world. like, I'm like, is this ironic? But it like, is it, weird how other groups of people will co-op. You listen? You ever listen to conservative talk radio? Yeah. All of the intro music is like fucking rock bands and shit who are like yeah. the most degenerate fucking lefty liberal yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. people in the <laughs> world. That's really weird. Yeah, why like as soon as I hear rock music, I know I'm listening to conservative talk radio. But, it's very but strange. yeah, but like the height of hipsterism for a while was like rolling your eyes at, at oh, Nickelback. Nickelback's the worst and they've become they've come full circle where they're like we're now listening to Nickelback. Isn't Nickelback sick? And I honestly dude. was like, are they doing this ironically? And I was sizing them up to see how big of hips they were. What was it like? Never made it as a Yes, it was. Man. They straight. That's what it was. It was. <laughs> oh my God. And dude. I was like, and I was, I was singing the along. Dude. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> You're singing along. But they're like in McCarran Park, like bull. 
blaring this. It was like only hipsters hang out there and like Jeez. Dominican families. No, that is that a full it. fucking, that's like the closing of the loop. Yeah. yeah. I know we've come full circle on this. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll get over to this mines thing. Um, I don't know if they're putting it online or whatever, but I don't know. Should be. I'm streaming Probably an hour will. intro on the roof, talking to some people, and then I think they're yeah. well. We're doing this it. after that, but yeah. like I think the, I mean, they yeah, they can watch them and you stream. What do you do? Twelve hours a day? I try I mean, shoot for ten, but it depends crazy. on what's going on. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's not wild. It's the easiest, lowest effort stuff. You guys should hate streamers. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, well, I, for comedy, I, you probably work well, on one sketches, skit for right? like, like oh do, yeah, sketches yeah, you, too. Yeah, you were a lot of work, dude. It's like yeah, I'm am often like. Yo, this is a, the world's rigged. Like, yeah, because it's Because like, you'll put so much work into a two or three minute sketch or maybe like a five or 10 minute sketch. You're yeah, I still one. do like two or three things a week. So I have like an operation, but not the, yeah, it's not the way that you just do 10 hours. Yeah, just turn on the button and collect tons of money for hour after hour of like, oh, today we're talking about whatever, dude. So, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. Kind of it's a different skill set. It's, it's difficult to do, but the, you're massively financially compensated for it. And it, to an unfair amount compared to people that do prepared content, I would say it's insane. Yeah. But I mean, well, sure. There's a, I mean, you know, the 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 big, uh, let's say performers or whatever, like, are massively compensated for doing one night selling out a play, huge place. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, people like Hassan are making seven figures a month. Yeah, <laughs> on, and that's with thirty thousand people. I don't know how much it takes to sell out a stadium. Like, that's what that's insane. Yeah, but make. I mean, yeah. yeah, like I mean, if you sell out Madison Square Gardens, you probably make I don't I'll know, make a decent amount. I don't know, six hundred grand the night, probably, sure. probably sometimes yeah. more. Yeah, 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 depending on how your tickets or whatever. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean. Obviously, it is the biggest, best gig. Like, yeah, they're printing money, and it does does piss me off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you then cut. I it mean, up I mean, too. sometimes I will be like browsing the internet for two hours, and then I'll be like, I could just be streaming this. No, but oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, true. but one thing I was yeah, right. Absolutely. True. The thing I was saying was that there is a million people doing it that are making zero. Oh, dollars. Yeah. that's true. That's true of every single yes, art, comedy, Prado. fucking or, film, or worse, like uh, you know. Like if I was streaming for ten hours a day and I was making like thirty grand a year, like mm. I don't know. To me, that's now the worst job. Like yes, it's the best job when you're fucking one of the t like probably most things are a sick job once you're the top hundred. Of course, yeah. Somewhere but, out there, the best like fucking welder is working on a yeah, fucking Bill Weld airship. That is. Oh yeah, for sure. I sometimes I sometimes get weld content in my TikTok, and I go, "That's a I don't even weld." I go, "That's a nice weld." That's a nice fucking weld. <laughs> I legitimately. Do. I always wonder sometimes when I like because I'll see things like a carpenter doing a thing. I'm like, "Wow, like I really know." I bet somewhere out there, there's like actual carpenters watching. Like this guy's fucking up. Oh, so the worst. It's like amateur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a while on Reddit where it was like, um, I don't know if people do this, but there was a Reddit where it was like home improvements and you'd always click through the pictures like, damn, that guy built an awesome fucking deck. And then as soon as you open the thread, the top comment is like, your studs are so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going to collapse in the first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, fuck me. Yeah, good good luck enjoying that deck in five years, yeah, bud. exactly. You <laughs> used the wrong sealant. Like ants are going to be fucking breeding inside oh, your fucking time. I was like, oh, Jesus. That is the ultimate man. Like yeah. you're just sitting there fucking with your chicks. You're like, come to dinner. I was like, I would if I didn't have to tell this. This guy yeah. that's two by fours are I wasn't arguing with this guy on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. You call that a stud? Oh, that's fucking funny. Listen, you're not an actual... Honey, you're, not, you're not an internet debate, Lord. If you've been holding your wonderful girlfriend at night with your like phone on the other end, and you're like, oh, you're like kind of tired. I've, I've done this. I've what, absolutely done arguing? this. Yeah, and you're on a thing, and she's like, what are you doing? It's like, just give me one second. Like, This guy's some real dumb shit on Twitter, okay? i got a really good ringer for him. Quote to <laughs> yeah, there is. I did one time in my life tried to take a text when I was having sex and the girl exploded on me. No. Oh, no. Yeah. 
wrong position. You only, only do goes, that. She flipped. Only do that from behind. That's, you can't let her see when you're doing it. That's fucking crazy. She goes, are you fucking serious? I'm just taking a picture. so hot, babe. The best is when they have go with a full like augmented reality, but it's going to be like the contact lens. Like not even like you have to put your Apple like glasses on. She goes like, what are you fucking with the glasses on? It's going to be the lens. She goes like, what are you doing? And you're just like, you're literally watching the game. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All this shit. You're browsing the internet. Arguing with everyone. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> fucking, he's giving someone hell right now uh, and fucking... Fucking Stephen Hawking trying to like do the fucking hot thing while you're trying to fucking... <laughs> so I'm giving her shit right now. Oh, ah, fuck. Shit. All right, go check out Destiny's streams at <sighs> youtube.com slash Destiny. Twist... Uh, no, not anymore. You can go to that one. It'll say <laughs> you, the you missed that part? Well, where do you, where, where do you stream now? Just YouTube, on, YouTube. Mostly on YouTube, yeah. yeah. Is there, do you like YouTube over Twitch? Yes, I do. It's so it's It's been really good. And yeah. I was already streaming there a little bit, so, but it's been fun. Yeah, yeah it's been better. Twitch kicked mm-hmm. off all the fun people, right? Uh, maybe, but... Did you have, like, someone at Twitch and you go, what, like, this is bullshit? Oh, yeah, he wanted to know this. Yeah. Um, I was curious, like, do you have, like, a... You're one of the main I got guys. friends, but the yeah. thing is, is that, like, it's so segregated now. Like, back in the day, I knew, like, the CEO, the CFO, the CEO, but I don't know anybody there You anymore. couldn't It's, like, a streaming. massive... Yeah. No, I don't have... But you don't, don't have, have like, you don't have, like, an account manager when you're one of the top people there? I was de-partnered a long time ago for stuff related to Kyle Rittenhouse, so I didn't have an account manager either. you lost that. Oh, that was another one that you got in trouble for. Woo! All right. The Boys Cast. Peace. Boys Cast. The new kids all our friends. The bros. The dudes. The homies. Boys Cast is the dogs, the bugs, the bruvs, amigos. It's when we're dead. I love you, what to do, you got me down, make my world spin round I love you, what to do now I want you